Welcome to Marvelous or the Death of Cinema, Year 2, Phase 3, Chapter 7, Segment 9, Paragraph 14, Line 367. Um, uh, Cole is back with us. Uh, our our Spider-Man correspondent. To talk about Spider-Man Homecoming, the homecoming of Spider-Man to the Marvel Cinematic Universe where he belongs. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Proof that your online petitions work, everyone. Um, assuming assuming Sony uh, films can just fuck the dog for a decade straight. Can I? Can I? Can yeah. I just? Can I just? Yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, we're we got a lot to talk about in terms of of this movie, but uh, we so hence why we're including a third. They saw me from across the Spider Man bar. <laughs> Just, just off the top of, we uh, found our unicorn. We found, we did. We found I'm sorry, our unicorn. Man, cut, that cut that. That might be excessive. <laughs> no, this is a prof- this is a professional podcast. We treat our guests with dignity and not like objects. Yeah, that's right. Am I am I masturbating <laughs> on webcam? Yes, but can you tell? Yeah, keep your, no, keep your well, head, that's respect. Keep your hands on like uh, on screen where we can see them. Um. So, so once again, I am playing the role of uh, didn't hate it, thought it was cute. Um, whereas I, I think yeah, I, Cole, I know you, you hated it. Um, yeah, no, you, you were very grouchy today, Stu. So you hated I, I, it too. I was. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I can't even really bring myself to hate it, but I definitely, uh, you know, didn't like it. It's again, it's 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 the. It's 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 the upper echelon Marvel movie where it's not like Thor two or something where you're bored. It's just like you know you're finished with it and it's like well that was a uh, you know a a, a value meal McDouble. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that's I think that's mean to the McDouble. That's a little. I guess maybe like, maybe it'd be I, like I'm, I saw on Letterbox someone uh, someone wrote their review was just. Why does this look like a Verizon commercial? And you know what? They're right. Uh, it it does. It's not an <laughs> impressive looking movie. Uh, there's a lot of bad. I mean, the, the effect shots are all over the place in quality, but there's some bad ones. There's oh, there's yeah. some there's the, some there's some Robert shots Downey. in here that look worse than the 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 contemporaneous PlayStation Spider Man game. There's some muddy ass effect shots in this. Yeah, they they like on the roof on the. It looks like the rooftop scene from the room. Oh, it sucks! That yeah. the, green, the green screen blending on that is so bad. Again, and it's it's like right back to my problem with Winter Soldier. Just stop putting shots of actors in front of windows that are just green screen. Like, I think they were all, they were also doing that in the car too. I was just, I. It's I, terrible, I it. and I it. It, it and looks like bad. We've, since we're on to the effects element of the movie right off the bat, like I want to talk. We've talked about this but before. I think it's worth reiterating that the reason a lot of the effects shots in this suck is that um, they shoot these movies badly without a lot of uh, uh, like deliberation. Like they just like th- they put people in front of a green screen, just like throw shit together to just have lots of material to work with when they're done. And then they don't work closely with the effects teams. The effects teams are divided up among 500 million contractors and subcontractors 
who are way underpaid and overworked and have no time and constantly have the shit they're being asked to do changed around. So they just can't, it's just the absolute worst conditions under which to practice their, their craft. Um, so you get like what should be really straightforward visual effects shots, like just a green screen composition of two people talking on a roof and they end up looking like a TV, a, a, a TV show from 2002 and not even like an especially high budget one. Yeah. It looks like something that would have been like W or UPN or something. Yeah, CW. Sub- it looks like subpar C- CW. Sub-CW. I don't yeah. know. I've been I've been watching Voyager, and some of that Voyager CGI was way better than what I what I was seeing here today. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's just not good. And some like there's that one insert shot where he like jumps off the cop car and does like a front flip or something or onto a cop car, and it's just like this like insert shot that doesn't. I don't even remember that. Did they cut it out? Actually, now I'm thinking about it. I remember it from when I first watched the movie. And I don't remember it from now. And I wonder if that, like, it was so bad and so unnecessary to the movie, they quietly edited out of the Disney Plus version. I don't know. They would. They totally would. Yeah. I don't pay. I don't pay for Disney Plus for the record. I just my my sister has it for the kids, so I just borrow it once in a while when I'm too lazy to die. Movie. You gotta. You got I gotta do research, yeah. sis. I also use it to watch uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, which is fine. It's really funny, um, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, so I guess yeah, the movie starts, and because Spider Man is a Zoomer, even though Tom Holland's actually like twenty seven and is I think just on the other side of that cutoff, um, he's a fifteen year old Zoomer, which means he is just got a camera in his face all the time he's got to protect his secret identity because he's gonna record endless vlogs of him putting on a spider-man suit and hanging out with tony stark because he's a zoomer and zoomers love their fucking phones that's right we do be loving our phones and, and it, like, phone. the footage is like four by three <laughs> it doesn't doesn't look like he shot it on his phone it looked it looked a little too like uh the handheld camcorder. If they if they actually sh- if they actually shot it on a phone, it, it would like not look. I was gonna say it wouldn't look theatrical enough, but these movies have stopped looking theatrical after like the first oh, Iron no, Man. Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was I was I wrong. Yeah. He's not. There's a different guy from what we do in the shadows in uh, in uh, Avatar Two. Just uh, following okay. well, up I mean, that what, complete. <laughs> so what we do in the like shadows it. is also a product of and helped launch the career of Taika Waititi, who's a, a guy who will soon enter the Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe. To I, great yeah, fanfare. Have fun with that. Um, one. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like the, what we do in the shadows as a show, pretty good. Aside from one episode that was just like a celebrity cameo self suck that really annoyed me. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I had Nicole. You'd probably love it because they had Tilda Swinton. <laughs> as herself as a vampire but they just went they, oh she's just reprising her role in uh jim jarmusch's uh only lovers left alive yeah i can't believe that's the second time i've completely blanked on the title of that movie while we were recording this podcast i i should be executed <laughs> but <laughs> uh i'm sorry this isn't anyway yeah uh so he's he's done good things but like yeah not uh rapidly i think worn out his welcome with people that aren't uh, uh, really, uh, for lack of a better word, into soy stuff. Speaking of, 
this movie we're really oh we're it's we're leaning into it every everybody except michael keaton is is acting like they know they're in a movie and or and and or they're on a podcast they're just riffing and cracking and being self like self-consciously deliberately awkward in ways that don't feel organic at all um the the entire teen section of this movie and all the teen characters kind of drove me insane on a second watch i couldn't stand any of them uh i i wanted yeah that that uh that uh flash thompson i almost called him flash gordon uh that flash thompson actor <laughs> uh wow i mean i'm sure he's a nice kid in real life but jesus Christ. like they, they managed to make to make flash thompson annoying which is like not Get him fucking off screen. He's te- he's he, he's not even in the movie that much. Every moment he was on screen, it wasn't even like. Well, you didn't like Penis Parker. Penis Parker. Yeah, like it wasn't yeah. even like. Oh, I don't like him because he's a bully. It's just I just don't want him on screen because he's irritating to to me as a member yeah, of the he's audience. He's bullying me, the viewer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an innovation, like it, though. Like you get an, get an actor to his, bully his the audience. His bullying doesn't even presence. make sense. Like he's just kind of shitty to Peter for no particular reason. But yeah, he's but not really even a classic in a bully. Because well, it's a they, they, they reset the movie to a nerd school where they're all nerds, like a technical you high, suck. high yeah, it's school. Like a, it's like Whoever, a tech, yeah, kind of. Which I think was kind of like in the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh yeah, no, they kind I, of did I that. Think amazing, they went to I think, yeah. I think they just they just well, went because to like, when Stacy had an internship. I think they were just both smart or something. Or no, they. Uh, I think Amazing Spider-Man. It was also no, a technical, like a special, technical high a school, which is a thing. Yeah, there's an establishing shot like early on, like after the after Underdog by Spoon kicks in. Oh, dude, fuck the needle drops in this movie. Oh my god, this, I, they're not. A, this this movie feels scored by Spotify. Like they just yeah. like they just hit yeah. the like make playlist button on Spotify and dropped it into it, the movie. It is, yeah, because you it can't, is the most cynically. I mean, the lack of Danny Elfman feels wrong. Yeah. Fucking yeah. the Ramones, man, because that's like what a fifteen-year-old nerd in twenty seventeen is just like so into Blitzkrieg Bop. That's like the thing. Like the end, the end credits mean, has this like punk I mean, notebook you know, that's, art. That's that's Quinn. That's some that's some Massachusetts. Uh, teen culture, but then again, I was a teenager in like two thousand. Exactly, so. yeah. So he was just like none of it to fucking. I don't know who was big in twenty sixteen. Like, he would have been listening to like Taking Back Sunday or uh, no, no twenty sixteen. He would have yeah, been like we need a, we he's, need a, he's, we need a Peter Parker who listens to one hundred Gex. Yeah, they not there? not that like there aren't always kids listening to old music, but it just felt like not motivated by the tone of the movie or the themes no, or the character at too- all. It was enti- it was made to appease the one of the seven screenwriters that probably went to high school in the eighties or the early nineties, and that was the music that he listened to. Uh, yeah, it's 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 Gen it's Gen Xers writing Zoomers. Uh, oh, hold on, writing Let's Zoomer base. Well, this has yeah, this has six credited screenwriters, or at least six it does. credited people, and it shows. Um. Yep, Jonathan Goldstein, born 1969. So that nice. is indeed Gen X. Uh, John Francis Daly, he was, doesn't say when he was born, but he was, oh, he was on uh, Freaks and Geeks. Yep, there yeah, you that, go. That's, yep. that makes that's, sense. That's, that's okay. super Gen X core. <laughs> oh my God, he played, uh, he played young Tommy and Tommy? 
Oh. In the Oh, in the international tour. Okay. I thought I thought they meant the Ken Russell movie. Uh John Watts. How old is John? John Watts is in his well, 40s, I think. Or he might be a millennial, actually. 81, 81, oh, right on the borderline. Where he's he's a zillennial. Uh Christopher Ford does not say this guy's this guy's uh IMDB picture uh <laughs> makes him look like he's not all there. Uh Chris McKenna. Who's uh, worked on a lot of these scripts for yeah. these movies. Uh, so literally all uh, Gen Xers, more or less. Yeah. And Eric Somers, uh, who I'm not seeing anymore, info, but okay, he's also a writer on Ant-Man and the Wasp, so just another fucking Marvel yeah. guy. No, th- these guys all cried yeah. the day Kurt Cobain died, and then they gave up on their creative ambitions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they do. Yeah, that was oh, that was the, the 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 plane crash that killed um, the big Buddy bopper Holly and Buddy and Holly the, the for, for the for the Gen X was, <laughs> the day was when he's, Kurt the Cobain day blew his head off with a shotgun, <laughs> or when um, uh, Courtney Love don't blew his dare. head off with a shotgun. Don't you dare! <laughs> I, I don't actually believe. No, that. I will not enter. I will, I will not entertain no, that no, conspiracy live, live theory. This is a great album. I know. I don't care who she murdered. No, yes. Live through this is a great album. <laughs> I do like some old right now. You're you're allowed to murder one husband if you make a album as good. Yeah, as if you, if you record uh, doll parts, yeah, you can. You get one murder. When, oh, I'm pretty sure that I think the Captain Marvel movie is going to have a whole song in it. I that think. Really <gasps> Wait, no, it's the end credits. The end credits. So, oh man, I, that's I might quit the podcast after having oh, watched man. that movie. I think that might be my breaking and point. You haven't but... even gotten to Black Panther yet. Which might which might be the be the first Marvel movie to actually win an acting Academy Award possibility this year. And Wakanda as a fan forever? Vas- yeah, Wakanda Forever. Um Well speaking speaking of other actors, well, who else is in this movie? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Yeah, well uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robert hold on, let's let's check how much Robert Downey Jr. was paid. For, and being for, in this for movie. what, according to like Wikipedia, so it was a hundred seventy-five million dollar budget. Like, God, that's so much oh. goddamn money. <laughs> that's the same uh, amount of money as the Batman movie that came out in twenty twenty-two. Wait, that was that? Yeah. How much he was paid? No, that's the budget for the whole movie is hundred seventy-five uh, sure. on paper, anyway. But like that's like I've done the math on this, adjusting for inflation. Uh, you could make like. Um, uh, seven RoboCops for the price of one of these movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, Robert Downey Jr. got fifteen million. So, oh, so he he he's like, oh, sweeten the deal. We'll do this on the cheap side. Fif- he's doing this pro bono. Fifteen million to do, I think, two scenes on a green screen, and then do the rest over the phone. Because it's just like a CGI do, do Iron Wendell, Man suit. He's on vacation in India. Yeah, he's, he was probably in India in real life. Just he was like, actually in India. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just they just got some kid off the street to uh, to uh, record him on his Huawei phone, and it came out looking better than the rest of the movie. Because <laughs> there was lighting. That was there are not to say this movie. Like I I I'm not as harsh. On, I'm not going to be as harsh on this movie as you guys are being. And I do think there are a couple shots that look all right like in terms of like the color palette but like it's it's there's the the during the climax of the movie you can't see shit 
when he's like buried underneath all the rubble and you're like supposed to be able to like see Tom Holland's face and like his distress and you just like can't see anything. It's so dark. That, that's my oh, favorite it's like scene someone the turned the, the Yeah, it's like uh, I, I I remember he, that being just, a problem he, when I saw he the just first time. Calling himself Spider Man until he can lift the pillar off of himself. Let's go Spider Man. Yeah. It's, it's, he's it's like, he's, he's like the, the power of his own brand. Is 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 what hypes him up? He's he's like it's, a fucking social media influencer. It's like it's it's offensive because they're homaging a very famous comic book uh, scene called "If This oh. Be My Destiny" from uh, I believe I want to say Spider Man. Like it's it's in the forties somewhere in the thirties uh, issue wise. Uh, and in that scene, it's a very it's a very famous scene, similar setup where yeah, he's buried under a bunch of rubble. Uh, there's water pouring in from, uh, I believe, the sea. And, yeah, he, he manages to talk himself into lifting all these things. But it's Spider-Man has nothing to do with it. He's thinking about, like, oh, I have to get home to my aunt. I don't want, I don't want her to have, like, another Uncle Ben moment, you know. And this takes this, and then it's, it's, it's narcissism that allows him to... Yeah, he's just, I'm Spider-Man, I'm Spider-Man, I can do Spider-Man things. He's in love with and, his and own reflection at that, that point. That would... F- yeah, he's looking... Yeah, because they do a kind of, like, it feels like a kind of, like, like a shitty version of a shot you'd see in one of the well, Raimi movies similar, where he sees his mask well, yeah, where he was, reflected yeah, where, where half his a, face in the water. Was, um, yeah, the, well, now that I think about it, too, the part, the, like, whole set piece with the, 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 the fairy... Uh, where he's, you know, trying to like web glue the thing back together, and there's that one shot where where it's it's just like at the the train scene in Spider Man Two, the famous and fucking emotional as fuck. It's the train, train scene, scene again. The it's just a, that is the train scene, but Spider-Man bigger too. and dumber. Um, yeah, yeah. And the thing, <laughs> and it's not even Spider Man. The beauty of those scenes is like, oh, it's you see the impact that Spider-Man has on the community. It's the same reason yeah, why yeah. I like the, the train or the crane scene uh, in Amazing Spider-Man, even though I think the rest of the movie sucks. It's It gets at the, whore, the core of the character of like this community appreciation, and then it's upstaged literally in the movie by Iron Man. Uh, I think it's a, really a perfect like micro-capsule of uh, every single thing that's wrong with this movie. Right in that yeah, scene. because this okay. So here's that. That's actually worth discussing, like the logic of this movie. Because I was I was thinking about it in in terms of like also just the adaptability of this iteration of Spider Man having to exist. So we we completely have for we've done away with you know seeing the spider bite. We don't even see or get even a mention of Uncle Ben, which is like whatever. We've already seen that story. But so what do, like, what do you suppose it, this this universe's Uncle Ben must have looked like to land uh, Marissa Tomei? He must have had, had oh, like he, the Riz oh, of the he century. was packing. Yeah, yeah. He, he was packing like Willem Dafoe cock or something. Like why is Willem uh, Dafoe? Uh, Michael Fassbender Peter had some hot. Yeah, Michael Fassbender. Mike, Michael uh, Fassbender Michael for for Uncle Ben whenever they need to do a flashback with him or something. Yeah, but I think they do that a flashback in like in the movies and you just they do like the Tom and Jerry thing where you only see his arm. Oh, uh, boo! <laughs> or like the the nanny's legs in a yeah. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so in in this 
adaptation of Spider-Man, the MCUfication of Spider-Man. Uh, it's not Peter who builds his own suit. Well, he has his own like suit he was using by himself, but Tony Stark gives him a big upgrade on a suit, like a, a this this weapons developer who has it's- a history of alcoholism and uh, violence and doing things that are sus. Just gives a fifteen-year-old boy this insane, like, tech weapon that to get him to fight his friend in Germany, and then the the whole that's where the whole movie, like, you know, the, sh- the focus of this movie is supposed to be on like their relationship, and specifically Peter Parker being like, "Oh, I can do all this stuff, you know, I'm can fight just like you guys, like he's, an Avenger." But he's, yeah, he's, he's still young. He, he's, he's still getting a novice, too big he's still for his, He's getting too big for his britches, and he's taken on. Things he that are above his level, and he's causing. Well, that's okay. That's actually a thing I really want to get to because this oh, is also man. what they do with Iron Man. Where uh, I mean, it's a different, it's a different thematic arc, but like the idea is, Spider Man takes on. You know, he he sees these guys robbing an ATM, uh, a victimless crime, and he tries to stop them. And oh, they've got you know the Michael Keaton, this contractor who who lost cleanup work to. Stark uh, has been scavenging alien weapons and selling them on the street. And these ATM robbers have these city block leveling fucking alien blasters. And and they they almost kill the bodega owner in the in the, the like fucking hey look it's New York <laughs> fucking yeah. bodega it's bodega cat. I mean, that's that's more writing for Twitter because it's like it's like I know. the bodega. I I was literally thinking too on Twitter shit bodega cats. Um, and I do love a bodega, and it's cat, like though. that. Oh, you interfered in something above your level and almost got a guy killed and caused. And then with the boat again, but they always set it up in a way where he has no real culpability. He's doing things Spider-Man should reasonably do, and then despite doing his best, it's like halfway bad luck that just causes shit to to go sideways because they can never commit to having him do something like really like regrettable or guilt-inducing. Um, and yeah. that's what they always do with Iron Man with all those movies where it's like he he does some bad shit, but but they always um, limit his culpability so much it has no real impact. Which is, is uh, so fucked it's, up because Spider-Man, like the entire point of Spider-Man is that he fucks up and ruins his life like a thousand times, you know, with the Captain yeah. Stacy thing where it's like, oh, he, he beat the pants off of Doc Ock so hard that a bunch of bricks fell on his girlfriend's dad, like you need that tragedy there and it doesn't ever really happen yeah, and, and, at least not in this movie and you need some real culpability because when you don't give them real culpability one the emotional stakes are just the, flat the, no there but well there two, is a culpability it's he loses the suit no 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 <laughs> no that's consequences from, that's consequences yeah. okay. culpability like because it's that thing, and a lot of movies do this, where oh, the yeah, character okay, feels no, guilty yeah. over something, but as the audience, you're just like, well, no, you did the reasonable thing and tried your best and kind of got a little unlucky. Um, so, so like, the guilt is, like, forced, right? Yeah, it doesn't he's not feel natural. Himself. He's, not, he's not even really mad that he fucked up. He's mad that Tony got mad at him, because it always... And, that, and actually, that too. Yeah, that. This that, is that this also. is kind of fascinating. Is that like he never refers to his job as a duty or a responsibility. It's I have to make Daddy happy. You know. Yeah, he, he make... wants to join the Avengers. He's just a fucking yeah. fanboy because that's that's what we do now. 
post like Force Awakens is whenever we introduce, we do a soft reboot or introduce younger characters, they're fanboys for the franchise that we're bringing them into. And it's so fucking annoying and and boring as drama goes. You know, but they're like, well, you know, the kids watching at home love the Avengers and they love Luke Skywalker. And so they can relate to the characters on screen who love the Avengers or love Luke Skywalker or love the Ghostbusters. It's like infuriating. Another terrible trend in writing. Um, And it's yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, like the whole thing about Spider-Man. And even I remember this from the 90s cartoon. Great power, great responsibility is not his obligation. No. Yeah, yeah, no. There's no iteration of that. It's it's his whatsoever. Oblig- he has this power, so he's obliged to use it for good. And none of that is in this movie. He just he just wants to be in the M- he just wants to be a Marvel hero so bad and fight the biggest bad guys, and that's why he does everything he does. Um. I mean, I I I guess, uh, yeah, but it's also it's also like hedging a lot of it on him being so young and like, you know, naive where like, that's, that's part of the like impetus, but at the same time, you know, having to jam in there, like, Oh, you know, I'm such a, I I really want to be an Avenger. I really want to be Avenger. I'm just like, you know, Tony Stark and yeah, uh, just this inter marketing, like, uh, what? Iron Man's my real dad. Yeah. This and then I was th- the second they brought up the Star Wars Legos too. I was thinking, oh, brand synergy, brand synergy. It's our you know we can this movie has also promote yeah we can promote our it. other Disney yeah. products within the realm of this uh, universe because you know our main character is a fanboy. And I there are, God, I there are so three separate that. scenes that involve a character in this movie driving an Audi and using some sort of Audi feature in the Audi car. You yeah. See yeah. I noticed that, that in the Germany scene. Sp- okay. Sponsored by Audi. Sponsored by Legos. The, uh, in the car chase where he has a car, which is like, why is there ever a car chase in the Spider-Man? He's, he's, he steals, he steals Flash's car. Cause he doesn't yeah. have his nice suit. And yeah, he, he, uh, um, it, yeah, it's just a giant, Audi ad, and even though he's like crashing it and stuff into cost, crashing, crashing it into stuff constantly because oh, he's fifteen, he can't drive. It's only in the final shot after he like half rolls it that you see any damage on the car because it's probably part of their fucking promotional agreement yep. that the car has to look pristine, even though and he's just driving through bicycles. And shit. When he gets taken to the Avengers campus in uh, by Happy, he's also driving an Audi, and you even get to see and it linger. It, the camera lingers on him like playing with the internal iPad of the fucking car. Yeah, it's you're right. Fuck. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, there like- is. That's, that's something we haven't talked too much about is like all the, I mean, we've touched on product placement, but specifically like tech product placement. The, 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 the Oracle product well. placement in in the two, Avenger, two Avengers movies we have up to so far are so baffling to me because that's like commercial side industrial computing oh and software totally products it's not consumer that. level like I like totally- nobody in regular life goes to fucking um best buy and it's like i need oracle and sun I, I microsystems totally because <laughs> yeah. my dad <laughs> yeah. my dad works in it and i remember 
we got to see Iron Man 3 like a month early because Oracle just gave like every IT guy in California like a, a free screening or something. Oh shit, yeah. And that's like what is at, what is I that? Think it's it like was when at Oracle Arena or something, which is like why? <laughs> yeah, why? Who 99% of people don't know who you are or what you do and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like it's like the you same are, thing with like Lockheed Martin that I use to install the good version of Minecraft. Yeah. It's it's like and it's like it's like when Lockheed Martin or somebody like teams up with the Avengers to adver- uh, the, the advertise the F35. It's like why? N- nobody who watches these movies has a fucking say in whether or not the F35 gets purchased and most of them don't understand or care. What's What's yeah. the point? Yeah, these of this. They're, they're buying the F thirty five anyway. You have you, know? you have one customer, and it's the U.S. military, and you've already guaranteed that they're going to buy your product. Who are you advertising to? It, 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 <laughs> it's honestly, it. I feel like it's just like make work. Like it insists upon itself. Like it's like, oh, there's someone at you know the Lockheed Martin advertising firm or whatever that's an MCU fan that wants to that then in turn makes the mcu more militaristic because they want to get those advertising bucks and well yeah yeah definitely they're definitely marvel there are marvel fanboys in the fucking united states congress oh yeah yeah there's a guy i can't remember his name off the top of my hat but no we got a we got a snyder guy yeah there's a guy who got sworn in on like instead of using a bible he used like a copy of uh, of Amazing Spider-Man number one, I believe, from the Library of Congress. That's so... Which that's, is like... That's it's like embarrassing. I'm sorry, you shouldn't be able to take that out of the Library of Congress without someone no. shooting you. You're gonna fuck it up. You're, there's not many of Yeah, those no, that. we would... Ne- like, as someone who works with rare books, yeah. like, for her job, like, absolutely not. Like, he'd get his gr- disgusting, greasy, like, fingers all over it. Like probably drop like like he's got like like ketchup smeared all over it. <laughs> Disgusting. Next, you know, ne- next one, next one is going to be a guy getting sworn in on like a really rare, pristine copy of Sweet Coden Two for PlayStation <laughs> One. He <laughs> gets um, sworn in on the uh, on the um, the instruction manuals to like a particularly rare Lego set. Yeah, <laughs> he gets he gets sworn in on the Lego. I wonder if they have Lego manuals uh, in the, uh, the Library of Congress. I wonder if they have manuals for anything in the Library of Congress. I feel like they have to have like um, technical manuals or something. You know, I wonder. Oh yeah. Oh yes, they would. You think so? Okay. Um, uh, yeah, but anyways. Right. Oh, anyway, I wanted to say I think with the the marketing stuff for stuff that doesn't need to be marketed publicly i i think it's like you're saying like i do think it is the internal logic of marketing departments where they just they need to justify their own existence exactly so they they spend money they do up a bunch of charts that shows oh you got this many eyeballs clicks whatever bullshit they use to make those charts and then they get more money and whether or not they accomplish anything is irrelevant they just need to have these charts and the charts keep going up um and that's that's why the whole advertising driven tech bubble is popping or will pop soon because at some point with interest rates going up and shit you need to tighten the belt and you're like hey is our giant advertising department actually accomplishing a single fucking thing they're going to realize the answer is no and they're going to stop spending all this money (laughs) at some point yeah um but uh spider-man 
so should we should we talk about uh, the vulture? Let's look. Yes, Michael oh, Michael so Keaton, whose back is very tired from carrying a lot of this movie. The yeah, really the only good thing about it overall. Uh, no, well, that's no Marissa no, Tomei. Every time actually, she's no, that's, on screen, no, she, yeah. she, she's she's charismatic, but her lines suck. Like she, her like yeah, they don't give Aunt May really anything I, i'm i'm she not listening to her i'm not listening to her oh I'm that's fair yeah her. <laughs> yeah no i uh i i i think in my letterbox review i said uh like aunt may doesn't pass the bechtel test in this movie <laughs> yeah, which i think she doesn't only, talk to any women is she, the only yeah, she only talks movie. to her nephew oh and his friends and his, his nerdy, and his nerdy yeah. friend she, she like is like weirdly is too- flirtatious with that that chubby because she's the hot Asian kid. yeah it's she's a sex object oh yeah ned movie. yeah which is okay weird well let's let's, let's you know what that's well. a good set well yeah that's okay that's a good segue into like one of the things a lot of one of the culture war ephemera surrounding this movie is you know the fact that it has very diverse cast this is one of those marvel movies that was made like after like years of the MCU being criticized by like culture war people about not being diverse enough, primarily like I think uh, Donald Glover uh, who appears in this movie, he is, he like criticized the MCU for not having enough, like, you know, diverse people of color as superheroes. And then he, he's in this movie, but he's playing like a criminal. (laughs) Who's buying these the the weapons being manufactured yeah. by well, he, the well, bad he's, guy? He's like, oh, movie. this is this this is like a giant laser gun, man. I I just wanted to stick up a guy. This is this is overkill. Um, and yeah, then he's no, like, yeah, Spider Man, I'll, I'll 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 snitch because these giant laser guns might destroy the neighborhood where my nephew lives. Um, yeah, he's like, I that, got a nephew. Okay, <laughs> I have I've got to lay into this because this is one of the dumbest things about this fucking movie. Um, you've got alien weapons that can like level buildings and you're selling them out of vans to 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 like street robbers and guys that steal from ATMs. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> They're like the, the axe gang in Cobra or something. It doesn't make like any sense. It's, it's, it's like these it's like you, you, would be, you would gang. be selling these weapons to whole ass countries for yeah, tens and hundreds of millions of dollars, you're not selling them out of a fucking van. It's like it's like selling an M1 Abrams tank out of the back of a fucking van in an alleyway. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. The MCU it's, has, it's this, really has this power free problem where they want to do these modern, very strong interpretations of a character uh, without doing the build up. So you can have, you know, if if I were to open a Marvel comic right now, I wouldn't be surprised to see a guy selling guns that can demolish a building out of a van because it's like okay yeah the x-men have been around for like 20 years or whatever you know yeah that makes sense but it's like no the the alien invasion was like six years ago they you're you don't even have cops that have these yet but like this this stuff isn't being mass produced it's being scavenged off of alien critters it wouldn't but even if it was like Again, they mass produce an M1 Abrams tank. You can't buy one in an no, alley, yeah, in a exactly. back alleyway. You, you can get a Tech Nine. 
or 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 an AK forty seven maybe, but you can't get that. <laughs> there's no there's no proper like world building there where it's like you know you wouldn't you wouldn't well, do, that's, you know, oh, that's make, the other thing. You'd maybe uh, have like a, a like a, a an arms deal, you know, like a very prestigious arms arms deal. Yeah, he's like, like you're selling. Like if he was selling that shit to Iran or to like a private military contractor or like a big rebel group yeah. or something, I would buy that. But guys who rob ATMs, yeah, small time crooks, they're spending a hundred times more money on those guns than they're making in the ATMs. It's a- and yeah, you're, and he's making enough money to be living in this really f- nice fucking like dare I say like it's basically a mansion like in the suburbs. Oh yeah, yeah. No, very, he, he very upper mid- he's mid- driving like a Rolls Royce Phantom or some shit. In the, yeah, like, like, in the like yeah, he's living like Tony Soprano. Just yeah. right, right. Yeah, that's yeah that level like 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 uh, low millionaire level, um, and it. And and that's the thing too, because his whole motivation is like he's got to keep his lifestyle up and take care of his family because he lost all this work when Tony Stark kicked him out of legit scavenging and cleanup. And it's like he has this like blue. I don't get how you go from losing your job at the salvaging uh, at the salvage like you losing one salvage contract to getting alien technology to cross. Like, wouldn't you just go because they had we had. He has this one, city one guy, one riffing comedian, tertiary character who knows how to turn the alien technology into stuff like his yes, brother's who is, who is supposed to be the tinkerer uh, from – Oh, by, oh okay. Yeah, he's, he's, they never call him that because this movie hates. But yeah, no, he's well, that's the same be, way they have the shocker and it's just a guy that works exactly. for him who has a, a weapon – and a and a pattern on the on the sleeves of his shirt that kind of sort of looks yeah. like the shocker's yeah. costume, and you then know, he kills him. That's why the old guy, like, kind like, of accent. as yeah, old as Michael Keaton, is because he's supposed to be the tinkerer, who's usually depicted as like an older okay. older guy. Uh, but yeah, they don't do anything with that like at all. He's barely in the movie. He just kind of shows up to be like, "Hey, remember that thing you're supposed to do?" You know, so the movie can happen. Yeah, he's he's just a plot device. Yeah, and, and it's like I'm I'm fine with the idea of a guy like illegally scavenging this stuff and making it into weapons in principle it's just the way they go about it is the most obvious brain yeah. dead not it thinking it. Just and that's the an same iron man movie. and like just yeah. do that yeah that would take it, so yeah. this is basically iron man 3.5 i mean I, yeah but or, like, no iron man 3.5 was civil war or civil war so this is iron man 3.9 or no iron man 3.5 is is uh two hours later no so t- no this is iron man like Six. Yeah, yeah. This, We're on Iron Man six. This should at this just point. be an Iron Man movie, you know? Okay, Iron Man has to stop all these guys that have alien. Te- that, that's a there's a billion Iron Man stories that are like that. You know? That actually it's would like, fit oh, way better with Iron Man as a plot point. Yeah, I, I feel like um, this movie was supposed to. Be, well, actually, no, I, I say that, but then they're doing that Armor Wars TV show or whatever, which is basically this. Uh, so maybe, maybe it's not, maybe it wasn't originally Iron Man four. Uh, but they. Well, you mentioned world building, and that's the other thing that's been driving me crazy. So again, like uh, taking it for granted that we've got a cinematic universe and the point of a cinematic universe, not the real point, which is money, but the ostensible creative reason to have a cinematic universe is you can, oh, develop a world and characters over time and really flesh it out. And they don't. Like you've got like when he's loading up that cargo plane that Vulture raids at the end of the movie, 
Um, it's full of mass-produced arc reactors, those fusion energy sources that Iron Man uses for his suit. That's like magic, unlimited, free, almost free fucking energy. And it's like, uh, it, it, so this technology has been around for years now. It's being mass-produced. Global warming is over. There's no more yeah. internal combustion engine cars. The 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 entire human civilization, e- even within the span of, of of like ten years, would be transformed. Genuinely, and you don't see how it does anywhere Tony Stark make don't... money in those movies? Because they do the they do the thing that happens in the comics, where he's like, "Oh, I don't make you know, I don't make weapons anymore." But he's still yeah. They- he still like goes does space exploration. He's, he's, they try to like, make it sound well, he's, like he's like making money from like green. energy. He's in green or energy, some but it's, I mean that's the thing. Like, but you not, don't make money off of. There, there's yeah. a science fiction element to this stuff, at least when it's at its most interesting, which they do not engage. Like when I say science fiction, I mean like thematically, like uh, yeah. like they just, just don't engage. Yeah, because it's with, still going for real. Yeah, realism. oh, it's, it's all still happening in the real world, and it's like. So yeah, in the real world, we, we've we've the, got the audience. <laughs> yeah, and that's like what it would be so much more interesting if they're like, oh, what are well, we're going to put this stuff in a realistic world? What are the actual ramifications of it on society? Well, there are none. It's the exact same world you and I live in with Star Wars and Katie Couric and blah blah blah, and all this stuff Katie just happens. <laughs> I, I think, what is Katie Couric? They, they just they just put TV talking heads from reality in these movies all the time. That's just. What That's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Random poll. Yeah. It was just the first reporter oh, yeah. name that and, came and, to uh, head came to mind. Uh fucking Bill O'Reilly and Iron Man too. How could be? Bill O'Reilly, forget? not Rush Limbaugh, yeah. But um but that's I think like, yeah, there's no development of the world because they don't no. care. But and it's, it's like not the so, focus. It's, yeah, but what's what's the point of a cinematic yeah. universe if you're not gonna Which is, is very explore this stuff? Because, I mean, and this is kind of jumping forward, but, like, by the end of, by you know, currently in the MCU, they are about, like, I believe, like, seven years ahead of our, they're in, like, 2039 or some shit like that. Not actually. Wait, are they? But like, 20, no, what? no. <laughs> they're, they're I, actually, that, I, think, I mean, I the think scale of time like, doesn't make any fucking sense in these movies. I, yeah, I, no, I believe, well, this movie even fucks up the Mar- Marvel's own timeline, saying it takes place eight years after the Avengers, which... That is, that is like a Metal Gear Solid six. thing, though, where if you, like, look at the fine print, like, every game takes place 10 or 20 years after it came out. Like, Metal Gear Solid originally takes place, like, 2005 or something. Yeah. The I believe the current MCU timeline is uh, they're in like 2029 or something like that. Uh, and but they still just talk. But everyone like has the from, smartphones from whenever the movie came out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, like it's like the the every if it's like the final episode of Parks and Rec. Like where it where it jumps ahead like five years and everyone has like you know Ooh, look at this technology but it's still like. You know, it's still just like, oh, just got a new phone, I guess, <laughs> where it just feels it, it still feels the same. It doesn't feel it, like any. And that's the thing. like They it, don't get imaginative with would, like futurism anymore. It, well, that's because no one can imagine a future. But like it, it would yes, it would take yes. nothing to just be like every car just has an arc reactor in it instead of a, a an electric engine or not even every yeah. car, just the newer cars. You just, you just like, you just had one they, offhand they line, a comics. tiny bit of prop design. They have like start cars in the comics. It's so funny. Like they can't, I mean, that would require anyone on the earth other than me to read a comic, but, uh, yeah, but it, 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 yeah. it takes, it takes, it, like I said, like, it, it, like I'm not saying you have to make a whole 
I, I mean, I kind of wish that that would be kind of cool at parallel universe where people made interesting movies, but like yeah. it would take so little within the movies as they are to just even gesture at that idea, but they just don't think about it at all. And it, it's, and again, like I know this sounds like maybe the listener cinema sins bullshit and it's not that it's like plot holes or whatever. It's that it shows a lack of care and thought put into the movie and a, and, and a contempt for the audience that they think the audience is too stupid. No, yeah, there's a, there's a, or be there's a big difference it. between, I mean, plenty of movies that I like don't, you know, will occasionally break their own internal logic, but. Oh, they, they all do because they're made yeah. by people and you can't hold a whole universe in a human head and have it be perfectly consistent down to the atomic level. Exactly. Like, but you, but you know, it's one that I never. Just don't make even oh. like the most common of sense. You know, there's nothing. Well, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's just like you're watching it as an audience member and you think about. A or B or C, and it's like, how did the people who spend all day writing this shit not think about A or B or C? That's the thing yeah. that drives me crazy. It's again, it's like a, a lack of thought and a lack of craft. And it's, it's put even into worse something that's when, supposed to be this giant mega project, right? It's even worse when you factor in like, no, these things exist in the comic books. You know, they have a exactly why Tony Stark is a gazillionaire, even though he doesn't make weapons anymore. Like, they have a reason for that. They have a reason why oh you know alien technology you know doesn't get out as much as it does they even you know they'll in fact like the probably the hardest thing as a comic book writer is to explain the stuff that the mcu explains which is like or, or glosses over i mean which is like why do things kind of act the same even though things are ostensibly very different you know why why are trends the same? You know, why will characters reference things even though there's no real reason for those movies to exist or products in general? Yeah, and it's and it's like just just show me that you gave it some thought. Yeah, that's all. That's all. I just want to say, show me you gave it some fucking thought. You know, because I'm sitting here thinking about it in part because I'm not engaged with the movie, which is the other. That's like if if, well, because, if you're I bored. Mean, oh, sorry. as you said. As you said, there's, you know, can't envision a future. So what else does it have to fall back upon? Yeah, but can't nostalgia even envision a world being, that's different from this one. Yeah, even yeah, if it's even full of aliens and superheroes. You got our Ferris Bueller reference and the fact that it has to, like, explicitly lampshade, which, you know, oh, now God, I'm everything, like, everything. which now I'm wondering if maybe it was also. That like because the the sequence where he's running through the does, does backyard, Disney does Disney explicitly an allusion to yeah all those movies now like where uh, they fox or something but I was also thinking maybe maybe it's like e- explaining to like international audiences what the reference. Well, it, 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 you don't need like, to explain the reference. That's the thing. Exactly, well, you don't. But the reference, yeah. the reference isn't the. Like, that's is the thing. There... The reference has become the point, not just a, a tertiary yeah. Yeah. element. Because to me, the point was Spider-Man's out in the suburbs and he can't web swing around like he does in downtown Manhattan, which is kind. Of, it's a funny idea. He's, he's got to get it's around without having yeah. tall buildings to swing off of. He's trying to swing off trees and wiping out. That's solid. And if and if it's an homage to Ferris Bueller, that's icing on the cake. Some people might pick up on it, but no, you got to have them watching the movie outdoors at a yeah. pool party, and have them go, "Hey, that's such a great movie!" As he swings by, like, "Good lord!" And uh, yeah, I want to talk about lampshading. One of the worst a staple MCU characteristic lampshading and, and TV everything now, just awful writing thing where you just you point out what you're doing and make it really obvious. 
And if it's a cliche or, or, or it's cheesy or a weird coincidence or whatever, you point it out and then you do it anyway. You go, ah, yeah, but we pointed it out. So me, the writer, and you, the audience, you can both feel clever and then just do the thing, the cliche, obvious, trite, whatever thing. And I just like, yeah, I'd, but- I'd rather you don't point it out and we can both respect sure. ourselves a little more or you do something different. But again, like that's, that's the thing about the whole MCU because it's such a the kind of product it is and how it's made is it there's no imagination in any of it and that's like if you're gonna get anything out of superhero comics and uh fucking weird silver surfer cosmic shit and all that like it should be imaginative that actually like the one thing you get out of it is like thematically or visually like uh novel. And it's just everything imaginative or potentially imaginative never manifests or is actively stripped out of the material to, to make sure that no single one fucking gump in the audience go, oh, this is, uh, this is a little weird for me. Well, I don't they understand this. They got to get all the CL people to stand up and slap their uh, flippers yeah. together. Yeah, they got to make Kevin Smith cry. <laughs> oh yeah, did he cry with this one? Can we get a cry chat? He cries. I'm, I'm sure he cries. At <laughs> he all cries at everything. It's still. It's always the same. Like awkward front facing camera where like the flash is on. I respect. So him. it's like you know, in it's a, like a I, I have weird, creepy pasta. Weird begrudging respect for him because it's like you know what, dude, live your truth. If you want, I have no. Yeah, I have no hatred he, for yeah, Kevin wanted- Smith because he's he's harmless and as far as I can tell. You know, I mean, you know, thin-skinned, whatever, but, like, he's basically a pretty decent guy as far as yeah, no, anybody that's ever made a movie goes. He's just it's, he's it's just a giant fucking dork. And that's yeah. it's funny, but it's it's I, I don't have anything against him. <laughs> even I don't if even, he, like... I don't even know what he sees in them, because he's made... I mean, he's made movies that I would say are better than most MCU movies. Like, I mean, that's a real low bar I mean, to clear. I mean, yeah. original. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's written comic books as well. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe he sees something. Have you ever, have you ever read seen. any of those uh, Kevin Smith comics? Like, They're not great. Yeah. No, he, he should have yeah, stuck I'm to I'm guessing movies. they're not. Yeah, well, yeah. No, the, actually, bad, the, the thing, Batman one is particularly bad. The Daredevil. What was that? The Widening Gyre? Yeah, that's the one where Batman kisses his pants, and then uh, oh. a guy named after, a guy named Baphomet like kills his girlfriend or something because it's epic or whatever. And there's like a and the whole thing is set to a poem. It's it's actually like illegible. Uh, again, he was like on weed the whole time. Yeah, that's well, that's the funny thing because he did start out a stoner. He he became a no, stoner. He became a stoner in, the, in middle age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it ruined but, uh, his writing. I've heard that his yeah. weed stuff is actually pretty okay. They, I mean, weed can be interesting to write on because it can get you kind of out of ruts. Your kind of brain will make new novel connections or kind of limber you up. But it's also like, yeah, you can have a lot of like ideas that seem funny when you're stoned that yeah. don't when you're not and so no, you, gotta, you should definitely you know you should definitely write go, stoned go back edit over. sober exactly <laughs> hence many of my ideas or start writing stoned and then come back to it sober and, and yeah punch, punch like it you up get, sober yeah. yeah yeah um but don't yeah don't be high 24 7 if you're gonna make movies um but like that. actually yeah. i feel like kevin smith went off the rail because you see if you watch the original clerks it's like there's the stuff that feels really grounded about working at a convenience store. Oh yeah. And then there's the like crazy off the wall stuff like 
uh, Dante's uh, girlfriend fucking a corpse at the end of the movie in a dark room by accident. And it's like he he followed the off the wall stuff and lost the the grounded slice of life thing. And I feel like he should have gone the other direction. Like he should like that was the stuff he understood and was good at. And he should have filtered out the like way too silly cartoony shit. Um, that's my Kevin Smith take. Uh, Spider Man. Yeah, I was about this is our Spider Man episode. Um, apropos nothing, can can we talk about some of the production drama? Oh yeah. Um, uh, well, here I'm just gonna go over our our sheet here. Uh, did we? There's a couple more the, things. It's the elephant in the room. There's yeah. There's a well. there's a couple more things before we move to production. We might want to hit. Um, uh, Zoomer bait and uh, the actual like sort of weird way this movie approaches sexuality. Oh yeah. Um wait, give me a give me a specific It's it's like we it's like little things um in the movie like the 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 teen girls doing fuck Mary kill with the Avengers. Which like I don't I I'd buy teen girls doing that. Okay. But like it just Yeah. Okay. It, especially in this weirdly sexless MCU it like I'm not saying it's it's bad it feels weird it being introduced here when it when sex is so absent these movies mostly since well, at least like iron man one moment so yeah I but really pay but then much there's like to that. um aunt may like like everyone is going out of their way to talk about how hot marissa tomei no, is the aunt yeah, may that, stuff that was is the weirdest thing to me because she's basically a sex object on this movie like she doesn't yeah she like has it's no not just that they cast hot actress own. as aunt may it's just like yeah. constantly <laughs> about just, how hot she, she is you know what you are you are right because she didn't pass the bechdel she test. didn't pass the bechdel test i mean she looks great she like, didn't she pass the best del- bechdel test. like shout out to marissa tomei oh my god me. if i, I would hit if right i live to see 40 oh yeah no if i live to see 40 uh you know, my ass is getting like high waisted flare pants when I walk around like a tank top and with no bra on and just like embarrassed by an adopted teenage son. She she's my parents' age. So as as of <laughs> making this movie, she was so it was that five years ago. She was like fifty two. Yeah, no, I would I would she's she, in her she's in her fifties. I would do a. Do you know what? That's what happens when white her. people mind their business. Yeah. They they age gracefully. <laughs> I would I would hit, but like I would want to know about you know what she's got going on upstairs. You know, I'm, I'm trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Which these movies don't do that. I, I want to know what's going on in all May's life, which this movie doesn't yeah, seem she, to care she about. Has because less I guess, I guess as the a Rainy character than any this. other Aunt May does. Yeah. Yeah. Like she has, uh, I mean, the last movie, Spider Man in the Amazing Spider Man Two, we get the 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 fantastic Aunt May is a nurse. At least she's doing something. Yeah. Do, you know? Go anywhere, she's doing something. Yeah. But what what its what its relationship to the plot is, we don't know. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's so, a very it's it's not I'm, all there. I'm but. I'm not going to turn my nose up at watching Marissa Tomei though. But that's just that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that no, I think it's, that she it's needs just, something to do, you know. Yeah, no, give give her give her something more to do. Uh like she's an Oscar winning actress for Christ's like, sake. Just like just a sense that she has a life outside of work and her nephew, maybe. Or, or does she even have a job? We don't yeah. She does I don't No, she gets a doesn't she say she got a job in 
No, or something. Hopefully, what am it's I not cooking because she burnt that meatloaf yeah. and they had to go yeah. get Vietnamese. What was I thinking of? Because it's, like, yeah, she's a very bohemian lady. Like this reimagining of, like it's part, well, I it's part and parcel to like the whole, like, you know, freshening up and rejuveni- rejuvenating Spider-Man. Like, you know, yeah. we're going to make him younger. So we got to make uh, Aunt May younger. And we're going to make the cast like, you know, young and diverse. We're not going to cast weird, like a 28 year old British guy with it, it, like, Incredibly Roman cheekbones. He, 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 he is weirdly baby-faced, though. Like he it, this movie in the frog is, in his mouth. This movie is fascinating. Tom Holland in the frog in his mouth because he's coded as younger, but in reality, at least if I remember correctly, he's, he's barely he's younger than Nicole. Yeah, as he's or at least he's supposed to be the same age as uh, as he is in the Raimi films. They're supposed they're both supposed to be like fifteen and a half, I believe. And no, he's, no, there's no way he's supposed films, to be 15 no, in the Peter Parker's like, like that. He's no, gonna be like 17 he's like at in his minimum. senior year of yeah. high school. Was he? Because I remember there being like a <laughs> yes, like at least yes. like a year time oh, skip me. to graduate. Okay, yes. Well, so it's not. It's no, not it was a crazy like a time gap. skip within like yeah. No, it's like within like the first or second semester of his like final year of high school that I, that like the movie takes. I, place. I, I do think it's interesting the that. Amazing Spider-Man, they make Peter so millennial core. And then it's only a few years until this one comes out. And they're just like, we're, we're done with the millennials. We're on to the Zoomers. We're just everything. Which is funny because they do nothing is, to get the Zoomers. Like there's not, this is no, it's, it's, it's completely all very devoid of any culture. To, to, tone deaf and, uh, yeah. and, 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 and hollow. But like that is clearly what they're aiming for yeah you know what i was speaking with, there with, were uh, with, there with were, zendaya were, doing like a weird um like 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 a really not, um, not to knock being, her as an actor but like school? the character is like a really <laughs> shitty off-brand version of daria kind of like the yeah above it all it was just, just me in high school dude <laughs> yeah well you're a millennial um, yeah, i know but that's the, that's I'm, the point I'm the, I was I'm realizing the there were also Zoomer. some things that was like like the especially the one thing that took me out that I I actually kind of have to give props to this movie because it in in the sense that it was like this compare again I'm comparing this to fucking Amazing Spider Man where it's just like this is not a high school this is like a college you, or something you you, you get like no te- no one I'm we're not giving I, anybody I know, credit anymore know, for clearing bars that are buried in the ground shut up. Listen, I I liked that they had a giant asshole pass because that is what it is like. If you go to the bathroom in a public school yeah. in America, they have to give like a giant ass, like a, a hall pass. Like it could be a, like a fucking bucket I don't know, because it is going to lose the hall pass. Yeah. That's the thing. It's a yeah. thing in an American culture, American public school yeah, culture. They, they have them in and Canada I, I too. I like that They're... they did that. Okay. I I, I, only, I only remember the home passes in like middle school mostly. I don't really remember Do that. You... In high oh, did yeah. anyone yeah. else no, before we move on notice those like handful of moments of the like instead of a PA they've got like two kids on a TV. Oh yeah, that, and, yeah. And they're doing like, like edited like Tim and Eric. Yeah, it's like a really it's like that because all these movies have the like five percent homeopathic dilution of some other element of culture, and it was like a five percent dilution of Tim and Eric for some fucking reason. Yeah, it was. Did it, it we weird. see it? It's like Zoomer. And like both Zoomer of the humor. characters were comic book characters, but weirdly enough, they were both comic book characters that 
weren't in high school when Peter Parker was in high school. It's, it's Betty Brant, who famously is not in high school when when Peter is. It's the whole, like, for you know, she's supposed to be, like, a, I think, like, a dropout around the age of, like, 17 or something. And they have this, like, you know, forbidden romance in, in the comics. And... For some reason, she's here, and then she also looks like Gwen Stacy for no reason. It's it's weird. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. Her headband. Well, and then like the we hair. we don't have Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane because they did those in the other movies. So we've got exactly. Zendaya as someone with the initials MJ, and then someone named Liz who turns out to be Michael Keaton's daughter. In yeah, a, a thing that feels really stupid as a twist to just drop in your lap because I just. I, I don't love. I don't like, love. Like, oh, obscene. that's amazing! If they'd set it up from the beginning, that'd be fine. But selling it to me as a twist, it's just like no, that's just a weird, stupid coincidence. And I don't, I don't love weird, stupid coincidences like that in movies. I mean, I'll let it slide yeah, if no, I love no the movie. Otherwise, that but. he has a fam. Like, I mean, yeah, he never like he mentions family, it until he have, yeah. like, a daughter. Well, it's it's at the big. Well, it's at the very beginning. He's like the very first shot of the movie is him showing presumably Liz's like drawing of the Avengers. Oh no, right. I forgot about Fuck. yeah, the drawing yeah, of okay. the Avengers. Okay, fair enough. But still it's like I'm right. <laughs> it's it's just stupid to be like ah, you but then we never see dad is the artistic ability in the future. So like what Oh yeah what that, is, that's that's, yeah, a, no, that's an abandoned that would have been a nice little payoff if she was like in, doing sketches of no you it's, it's M- Zendaya who's doing MJ. drawings yeah which is like I, which I'm wondering if like maybe the marketing was doing like a bait and switch kind of thing where like oh she's the daughter of the vulture but I can't remember that for certain I no yeah. I but yeah oh, so it's that's it's, another one of those things where it's like if you think about it you're giving too much credit to the movie yeah. trying to think you, it's well, you, can, you can just you can feel that six screenwriters wrote this and then the movie oh, was yeah. like rearranged during and after production um the movie feels like it started off as like almost a subversion like a, a last jedi style subversion of spider-man and that could have been actually interesting you know having that would have been Spider-Man more interesting be like the dumbass for one where he's like he's not, he's smart but he's not he's in a, a school full of people yeah, that are smarter yeah than. stupid i i like stupid i like tom and holland's like that's, stupid that's the thing in this movie, so he's i like, like that he's like dumb in ways that just kind of exist to make the plot go and that are just sort of frustrating exactly um and uh, or, or to I set just, up a gag like like a, yeah, like a gag that doesn't know a thing yeah, and that's the thing. It's always like it's like 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 I said earlier, like characters are being like not awkward in a way that feels organic to the character, but awkward in a way that feels like I'm doing a bit because everybody is doing bits except Michael Keaton. <laughs> like yeah, his no, his his friend, his sidekick, his young adult novel, chubby, nerdy, goofy, loyal sidekick Ned, friend. Ned yeah. Cool who, hat. Who, who's like sex. He he wants to be and I mean like this is like this is actually a kind of meta referencing i'll accept because it's it's it is a a, a cliche someone would reasonably recognize he wants, to be, like, he wants to be the guy in the chair he wants to be his, his oracle or whatever who like is like talking in his earpiece I don't know. and I he's doing like that it. at the end of the I, conceptually i'll accept i'm not saying i like the execution uh, but like he's doing that near the end of the movie in a, in a computer lab during the dance and then oh it's the homecoming dance that's why the movie's called homecoming or in, not just because in, spider-man's in, homecoming in movie to justification Studios. yeah um 
and and then the teacher walks in and she's like, "What are you doing? There's a dance on." He's like, "Uh, I'm looking at porn." It's like, like it's it's just so like you don't you could think up a hundred better things. That's just deliberately saying the dumbest most. It's like going out of your way to think of the most awkward thing you could say in that moment. And that it's just it's stupid in a provocative because way. What, yeah. Because what like, he's doing is crazier than watching yeah. porn would be for a teenage boy. Yeah, but I just again, I I, I, I don't like especially especially something that's like again this whole this whole movie when it's not specifically being like oh this is a dramatic moment it has the tone of a sitcom and and not a mm-hmm. good one. Well, yeah, no, this is this is very much angling towards teen comedy. This yeah. is a John like, Hughes past. But that's what all these movies kind of do especially getting into well, this, this point this in time is, is this is leaning into the comedy default lot, like more so than like you know definitely it's this is more of a comedy than fucking no like, but what i'm saying is like the, the, the joke writing the default tone that just the way the movie sounds and feels mm-hmm. and how people act except where it's like and, and, and sitcoms you know sitcoms will have like the one tearjerker moment in a big episode like oh so-and-so gets married whatever it's like when they're not doing that the default tone is is mediocre to bad TV sitcom, right? It's mm-hmm. fucking. It's like everybody's on Big Bang Theory, uh, and it's that. I, I just realized like that's the thing. That's the thing it feels like kind of most, and that's why it's so annoying. Um, but yeah. So, uh, anyone else have any final thoughts on the movie Qua movie before we go on to the the production and and? Um, I guess. Uh, I, I, hold I, on. Me, let's let's. Sit. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let me run through all. The, the plots that are not because I've seen this the at least the follow up uh, and I know that they drop a lot of plot points from this uh, a shitload like of like set like set up like things that are set up things or things are, they things set are, up and don't do things that are set up and then they just drop they don't do them they oh god yeah. okay um, so off the top of my head uh, the most obvious one is Michael Keaton just out like they you know they, they set him up like oh he's in prison or whatever he is basically for all intents and purposes dead well now he's in morbius he is he is in morbius it's morbid time but from what i understand <laughs> it's like a it's like a variant or something uh i haven't seen <laughs> the actual- it's, it's not They've got they some convoluted pull. thing where <laughs> yeah. when Sony owns, Sony owns the villains, and yes. when they're using the villains outside of an MCU movie, they're in a parallel universe. And then they, yes. whenever they go into an MCU movie, they, they go back into the other universe because that's the beauty of the multiverse. It just lets you do infinitely yeah. stupid IP yeah. bullshit. So yep. the, the, the Michael Keaton in Morbius, from what I understand, is a different version because M- the MCU like pulled the like f- the funding or what not, not the funding but like they pulled permission to like tie it into spider-man no way home because they, they saw that the movie was one getting delayed and two it sucked so they were like oh we want no way home too that's also why uh there's like a scene in venom that i guess ties into no way home as well that yeah, uh, yeah. that gets tacked on anyways um so yeah he's just gone basically uh so is so is the shocker show it so is uh the scorpion uh, they tease this the guy who he's meeting on the the bridge. Oh yeah, the, the bridge, The boat is uh, is Mac Gargan, aka the Scorpion, and he doesn't show up. And I think actually he's showing up in the MCU Spider-Man cartoon that they're doing on Disney Plus. So maybe that's not a real dropped plot point, but uh, well, I mean, you know, those cartoons are not going to yeah. be 
looked at canon, very closely yeah. for, as canon anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. And it's, it'll probably be a different actor. Um, they they briefly hint at the fact that um, that the principal is related to uh, a guy from Captain America, and that's the reason oh, why. Oh yeah, he's he he's, he's the, the he's the same oh, actor. Yes, he's the same actor. One of the one of the Howling Commandos. Yeah, yeah. You you can see the you can see the picture in the background. Um, they drop pretty much anything to do with Ultron or moving out of Avengers Tower or. Uh, or are they just the, back in Avengers Tower? Because this, this is the last no, it's Marvel, just like, this is the it's last just like MCU movie I've seen. It's not in the MCU anymore. It's weird. I, I mean, I haven't seen any of the Disney Plus shows or any of the post-Endgame movies, so maybe they do touch up something there. But from what I understand, it is never directly followed up on any of the Spider-Man movies. They never even explain who bought it. Uh, people were... were uh, we're speculating. Oh, you know what? That is that is just sitting there until it becomes Fantastic Four headquarters in five years. Yeah, I'm um, almost assuredly either Fantastic uh, Four or, um, yeah, another one of the people that own a town. Maybe it's, it'll be the Sentry's Tower if they ever get to the Sentry. And, and Thunderbolt. The Sentry. Oh, I think, man. Oh, maybe this, a, I think this might come up during the history episode, and then I forgot. He is a uh, he is an MCU character. He's a Superman ripoff. That's all you need. He's a, he's a Superman ripoff. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like they do some like meta textual like uh, Golden Age of Marvel thing with. Um, he sucks. He's not fun. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do they drop? Um, pretty much anything to do with Avengers Campus gets dropped more or less after Endgame. Any- uh, they don't really follow uh, did, up. The, did they drop the? Did they drop the Captain America PSAs? They do drop the Captain America PSAs. I, I, actually, I, I'll admit I kind of thought those were funny. Um, pretty much anything. <laughs> yes! They're okay. Yes, they're okay. They're, some, they're some, okay. They're just like, and, they're and just thought, like groaners. You know, they're not. They're not. Great. Yeah, I, yeah, I but that, yeah. He's in the. He's in my favorite iteration of the series. And, uh, it's the and, 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 and Hannibal Buress was the teacher that just doesn't give a shit. Um, yeah. So pretty mildly, sure he's a war criminal. Mildly funny. Um, uh, pretty much anything with with Peter being like a, a student is dropped after this one. I mean, like like the student stuff is 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 just the setup plot for the other two movies. Like they go on a field trip in the second one, but I don't think he ever goes back to school. I mean, maybe maybe in no way home. <laughs> Or far from home, or whatever the fuck the third one. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't keep trying. This, 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 this home naming convention is a very stupid contrived thing. It's so it's, bad. It's, 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 it's another cool. forced MCU thing where it's like, oh, the home trilogy, and it's like, oh, well, they all they yeah. all suck. And like or any like of the, the other MCU trilogy. trilogies, they are. It, there's an asterisk there because it's not. Th- th- there's no. There's no story arc between any of the three of them. In no. fact, they're kind of the the, the same. The first movie three times replicated, just with bigger stakes each time. Nothing, nothing, nothing. That's the thing. It's a, it. Oh, cinematic universe characters in a world that grows and changes and evolves, and because it's just yeah, because it's just chasing whatever will they think will make the most yeah. money. The fiscal quarter comes out because it's just constantly passing through whatever hands. Like there, there's no consistency. There's no real continuity in, in thematically or character. Nothing builds on anything like you were saying with all those dangling abandoned threads. Yeah. And so nothing. like what's the point? All uh, all the cinematic universe does is make each constituent part weaker and it's less than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Uh in fact, here's the biggest example. The the Miles set so they 
Donald Glover is in the movie as the Prowler, or as a, a, a guy who is going to become the Prowler. He's Miles' his uncle, Aaron, who... Uh, and and they tease that he's going to become the prowler because they say, oh, we have these like stealth climber claws or whatever, and he's like, oh, oh get those or whatever. That's what that was about. So he's supposed to be the prowler. He's not in any of these other movies. The Miles shit was completely dropped. Um, nothing. Oh, is that is that because him. is that because uh, Sony did Spider Verse? I don't know and, actually, and kind of planted. I their really flag don't know. It. I I have no idea why they did not follow it up. Um, I've heard many theories ranging from it being like uh, Marvel was trying to essentially like figure because because the thing with the Spider-Man rights is you know it was in the '90s before Miles and uh, and any of the other Spider characters really existed. So before Sony made Spider Verse, Miles was kind of a gray area where it's like anyone can use him, you know, like the yeah, the MC- he's, he's- and so. He's there a free was agent. Speculation that they were going to like maybe try and ice out Sony by just doing Miles in the MCU so that they couldn't do their own version on it. But uh, yeah, it's possible that Spider Verse doing so well uh, ended their plans for that. I mean, they could have just done Miles for this one. Then you're differentiating yeah, yourself some, from the other yeah. ones. Then yeah. no one's going to care that your MJ isn't Mary Jane, that there's no Gwen Stacy, blah, blah, blah. Well, but then uh, they, because they have to put Spider-Man in the Avengers, of course, and yeah, Miles yeah. can't Exc- be Except Avengers. he doesn't at the end of the movie. He's like, yeah. actually, I've learned a lesson about something. Oh, yeah, oh, not jo- oh yeah. He joins the Avengers off screen, I should say. Uh, oh, he does later? Yeah. He, he is. He oh, is then what Avenger. was the point of this fucking movie? Because because Tony Stark brings him out and he's like, "You're going to join the Avengers?" Like, no, I actually. Oh yeah, uh, but, it, um, but it actually was a real offer, as it turns out. He actually had a press yeah. conference. Yeah. Um. No. Uh. Yeah. Spoiler for the next one of these. Uh. He is an Avenger. Uh. Again. Like. Oh, he, for fuck's sake! What? He, what is the point? Is of- it because I didn't see? I didn't see. Um. I yeah, didn't see Infinity, uh, Infinity Far From War Home. As an so I think was Infinity War. Was Infinity War after? Is is that after this? Yeah, so, oh, it's after so, this. No, so. the, uh, no, I know, like in release, but yeah. I, was that after Far From? I don't know. Did Far From Home? Far From Home is. This both of them. I, are I don't after. remember where it is on the timeline. Both of them okay. are after, you know, they they, yeah. they call it Infinity it's War, but it's only fucking, three hours long. It's the biggest ripoff since Never-Ending Story. Infinity they're both, you're, you're both after Infinity You're infinitely shitting your pants War. because you can't go to the bathroom. Yeah. In fact, um, in fact, yeah. There's a plot point in Infinity War that sets up the second one of these, and then, uh, yeah, no, that that's that's pretty much it. Okay, what if Spider-Man came and it had the consistency and quality of his webbing? That would be fucked up. Like, you know, he can't get he can't get a condom off because it's just stuck to a stick. Oh, jeez! You think Spider-Man? Well, I mean, I feel like he has enough riz to get to hit wrong first. Oh well, yeah, probably. But it, but if his load had the qualities of his webs like what woman's gonna let that inside of her i don't That's know true. just getting your 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 gut in I, for two I, hours i don't know women again that's true yeah women are, are, are times, disgusting women are perverts yeah. yeah women are freaks you never know what they'll do <laughs> women what will they do next <laughs>
Yeah, so I, I did some some background reading for this. This is all coming from uh, Ben Fritz's The Big Picture, the fight for the future of movies. Uh, has a whole chapter dedicated to Spider-Man Homecoming, subtitled wow. Why Sony Gave Up Its Most Valuable Asset. Um, and I, I haven't finished reading this book, but if if the nuggets of information are as juicy as the tidbits or as amusing as the tidbit that opens this chapter, I'm all for it. You you love um, juicy nuggets when Sony's giving up nuggets. the asset. Um, quote, I am sure you are getting this, end quote. Michael Linton wrote to Amy Pascal in July 2014, his sigh almost audible within an email. Quote, I've gotten these for the past 10, 12 years, end quote. Pascal wrote back. This was an internet petition forwarded to the Sony Pictures CEO, uh, being Michael Linton, urging him to give the movie rights to Spider-Man back to Marvel. There were, in fact, a number of them circulating online. Quote, with this amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 not being, quote, amazing, and you, uh, parentheses Sony, not having a plan for the franchise, the character Spider-Man is dying, read one petition. Because Sony can't make a good Spider-Man movie, read another, Sony has had their chance with the property and failed. We, the people, want Spider-Man back with Marvel, pleaded a third. What the fans didn't know was that in the wake of the failure of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Sony was considering just that. So yeah, turns out your internet petitions work. Guys? <laughs> do you, How many... Do you, I mean, I believe that there's brand cultists that are just like... So like their 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 life is so empty without Spider Man meeting uh Iron Man that uh that they, they would get that enthusiastic about it. But I also wonder like did Disney spin all that stuff oh, up? So I always, I just, every time I see fandom stuff now, I think like the oh, this is being puppet mastered Spider-Man by the company. Really bad. It's really bad. It's maybe, movies like, were really bad. They were. were oh, like, they had I to be for Sony them. to get this desperate. But yes. They they were yeah well which is funny because I get the this book also or at least so this is Ben Fritz basically went through every single email that was leaked in the Grand Sony. Hack. Some of those were like, really funny too. Like <laughs> a lot of those were like a like people. So speaking of Amy Pascal, uh, it was not long after the hack that she, in actuality, was fired from Sony. She you know made a statement that she resigned, but like part of the thing about the email leak was it leaked a lot of like her private like email correspondence with other like producers and studio people and there was oh, yeah, a lot yeah, of where she's on, like, like the racial angles Bar- of some Obama of her humor. would love planet of the apes <laughs> no it was like no it was even like oh, i'm sure he'd love right along with kevin hart yeah yeah i know I was, like that was- it, not even like ex- like disgusting racist but just like no, these people are just morons. racially insensitive. Yeah. yeah, like that. That I was, I was making a joke, but like that's uh, these people are idiots. And and there's always that part <laughs> of you that goes with with all this wealth and power and influence must come some some kind of insight or knowledge or anything. But no, no, the 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 people at the top of the power structure are as smart as anybody else on average, if not dumber. Because they're so insulated from consequences and so surrounded by sycophants, um, they're 
idiots top to bottom and soulless have no imaginations they're well, yeah you're they're, right because- they're they're automatons <laughs> that play golf and check percentages and they think well yeah kevin hart black people love kevin hart because he's black and they're black Barack obama would love kevin hart you know it's 70 fucking iq fucking <laughs> well like so so what what a bunch of these hacked or not even hacked, but just leaked emails revealed oh, was they there bl- was yeah. yeah. I was just saying, remember when they blamed was that on this- North Korea and then like years later admitted it it wasn't North Korea quietly? I think hold on, when was this when did uh, Cole, this Cole, do you, I think do you think do you think Disney actually did the, the Sony hack? Oh I, or I believe, leak or whatever it was? I believe it. I, I would believe it, yeah. Yeah, because it does reveal that this like negotiation, uh, the the great custody over uh, over Peter Parker uh, had been going on for a while. Actually, uh, uh, <laughs> like even well, to, and also to to piggyback off of the thing you said about how like deluded and stupid these industry people were like that's very much including amy herself oh um, she's uh, I, rem- quote, I remember when those emails first quote, came out just a- quote it's weird i'm getting great reaction to film from everyone except the disney folk unquote she wrote to a colleague at sony was screening <laughs> as sony was screening the amazing spider-man 2 before its release soon after the movie opened the sony executive rachel o'connor who oversaw the spidey movies most closely emailed kevin feige asking for his help on the next sequels and spinoffs. Ten days later, he hadn't replied. You know what? You know, Amy Pascal you- sank Sony. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy sank Star Wars. MCU still women going strong. Taken out. We can't. No, women can't be in charge of movies anymore. I no. feel like, I feel like no, Kevin, we're- Kevin Feige is just the only like producer that has more than, yeah, like, like you said, like 75 IQ. And that's why. No, he's got like 80 IQ. Because yeah. I mean, no, you read between the lines on the shit with Spider-Man, him, he's, basically. he's he's not. Uh, but he, I, I think he just he's an is. Idiot, but he can maneuver a little bit better, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, think he's like the sense got his fingers a more on like I don't know. But I think he's got a good eye for like casting. Is probably the biggest thing. Yeah, or, or he has a good eye for whoever does the casting. Yeah, spectacle, well, no, the spectacle's pretty unimpressive to me in these movies. No, I, I mean the spectacle of the MCU itself. Oh, yeah, like the like the brand synergy and the like. Y- take for the, example, yeah, the the, I mean the the I uh, yeah, the Comic Con phase like kickoffs. You know, those, yeah, like those the, spe- were, the those spectacle were of the promotion. Exactly. Yeah, those that's were, a really good legend, point. Yeah. You know, people still remember those, even though they were hyping up movies that were one gonna suck, and two like years and years out of production. And then you look at James Gunn, who just did his own, you know, phase kickoff thing, oh, and it, we have it trended God, for like we'll a day. Do a separate episode. No, he, he, on and that. he just did like a vlog. Yeah, he did. A I mean, they might they might have a bigger <laughs> Wait, they might have a bigger rollout later. Yeah, he just like sat down in front of the camera and just like rattled off for like ten minutes yeah. about. Oh my god! Like a like a political do. conservative middle aged guy. And, and like there was, a, well, he was in a car. Lot. Yeah, he gave oh, okay. he, like, tipped his head in awesome. many areas and then didn't yeah. in enough. You know. Also, 
Also, what like, was funny about that is how he kept saying, like, it's going to be sort of like The Walking Dead, but in D.C. Or it's going to be like True Detective, but in D.C. Yeah. <laughs> but that'll I, I we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that. To this <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're, you've got it out for him. Man. I you, do. You've got the bullseye but oh, I, talk about I, this. Eyes on gun. But yeah, like I can't. I remember when we started this show. I looked at the MCU and I saw like a perfectly algorithmically generated product. And that's the more we've gone on, the more that's not entirely true. There, there isn't auteur at work here. The auteur has the algorithm in his brain really hard. And obviously, yeah. it is is not a, a artistically driven auteur. But like Kevin Feige is. The the like the brain behind all this stuff. It, yeah, there, the there is, it's a Even perfectly if, if smooth look, brain, but it, there is a brain behind it all. If you remember when when the the DC stuff collapsed, they said, "Oh, we're looking for our Kevin Feige." You know, they're not looking for yeah. they're not looking for their Joss Whedon or the, for their uh, you know for their Taika Waititi or even for their James Gunn. They were looking for specifically like a guy who could recreate that that you know brand spectacle yeah and 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 yeah tight bring that synergy in uh yeah. which dc and- well because dc did everything backwards they like launched right into batman v superman and justice league and then like retrofitted standalone movies after the fact yeah which i think could have worked if they just didn't build it around the writing of david goyer yeah and, yeah and also like <laughs> yeah just had like 80 executives like they just they had like six different kevin vibes and all of them sucked but yeah like a sim simulation yeah too many cooks yeah no they're oh that's the thing like 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 dc warner is is such a mess but because it's such a mess like things can gleam out of it in a way they can't escape the Marvel machine. Oh yeah. You know, the Batman movie that came out that was, that almost, that's pretty that good. Happen. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Joker, like I don't love it the way some people do, but like solid, it, it is a movie, uh, yeah. um, you know, even the Zack Snyder stuff. I mean, we're very critical of it, but at least there's things to grab onto there. It's like they do, they're not good movies, but they are movies, you know, <laughs> uh, Zack Snyder is like mentally 15, but he does have things to say. And so do David Goyer. I don't agree with them. I think they're stupid, but they they have things to say at least. Um, But yeah. So uh, did you want to talk about the sandwich, Nicole? Oh, yes. (laughs) The sandwich. Um, uh, More juicy information courtesy of uh, uh, Ben Fritz. Uh, So for background, Marvel Studios, uh, Marvel Studios, he and his team felt could do a better job with the character, but he had no way to make that happen. Under the 1998 deal, as long as Sony releases a Spider-Man movie every five years and nine months, it could retain rights to the character forever. Um, Ike Perlmutter, who was the creative head of Marvel itself, oh man, um, at the Perlmutter time, and I think he, he's still, <laughs> he they they make him out to be like the most miserly like penny pincher it's a little bit of a yeah no it's it's downplaying that honestly a lot like yeah so Perlmutter needed to convince Sony that it would benefit from giving Spider-Man back um, he targeted Michael Linton 
who was an old acquaintance of his when he had briefly served on Marvel's board of directors in the late 90s uh, in a series of emails and phone calls in the months after the amazing Spider-Man 2 opened. Kevin Feige, meanwhile, targeted Amy Pascal. At a lunch on a patio outside her office in the summer after The Amazing Spider-Man 2, he pitched his fellow creative executives on the benefits of having Marvel Studios produce the next film so that Peter Parker could join the same cinematic universe as Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Quote, I love Spider-Man and I want to help. End quote, he told her. Pascal was so offended, she threw her sandwich at Feige and told him, playfully but truthfully, to, quote, get the fuck out of here, end go, quote. Go turning, fucking turning, queen. <laughs> turning the character over would be an insult, she felt, not just to her, but to the entire studio. Um, what's, what's the angle this book also kind of gives is that, like, Amy Pascal really felt like spider-man was her baby because she was a producer on like the Raimi movies and i think one of the like one of the original producers that pushed it into getting like made at a time when you know superhero movies were still considered like risky or just not yeah you know it's the first spider-man movie um and i they she she starts she eventually relents and the reason kind of given is she just felt like you know, I got a, I, I fucked up on the last two shitty movies, and I have an opportunity to give Peter a. Yeah, a, she fucked It's like up. a like a mom realizing she's been a shitty mother and giving her kid up to like foster care, <laughs> basically is the vibe. Um, so in in a, this is like the end of the chapter. Um, Feige and Pascal met again this time for dinner at her house, and things went quite differently. It was a creative meeting of the minds and they excitedly shared ideas for a new Spider-Man movie with a decidedly John Hughes tone. In a matter of weeks, the two companies reached a deal. A new high school age Spider-Man was to debut in May 2016 in Captain America Civil War to be released by Disney. Next, he would appear in his own film in 2017, which would be creatively supervised by Marvel, but released by Sony. It was titled Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, we know. Rather than haggle over co-financing agreement arrangements, Marvel and Sony agreed they would uh, they would each fully finance and keep the profits from their respective releases. Marvel, however, would pay less than the standard $35 million to Sony for Homecoming if the movie grossed more than $750 million, which I'm positive it did. Um, yeah, so like... Yeah, <laughs> But it's it's, just, it's, it shows it's, you how how much yeah. of the stuff too, like behind the scenes, is just the people at the tops, like egos and personality clashes. Oh too, yeah, right. Like it's very and how much of this stuff is out of the the director's hands. So I guess they'd already agreed on the idea yeah, they, they, of Spider Man itself. Like like what the fuck did John Watts even do? You know. Nothing. He uh, well, he's he's, he's he, one of the credited screenwriters. He got so he, he got wrote yeah he got behind yeah. he, he wrote some of the dialogue and got behind the camera and let all the comedians they hired for the tertiary parts riff. That's what he does. The the, the, the directors on these movies increasingly just fill in the blanks between the the, the shit that the they've pre visualized. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I while well, you mentioned Ike Perlmutter and I was skimming his Wikipedia. Um. Yeah, he was a, uh, a tank tank commander in the IDF, I believe. 
Yeah. Yes, that's, yes, that's he good is shit. one of several Israel guys in Marvel. Um, but he's uh, like, uh, he architecture and money too because he was like a huge Trump yeah. guy and caused he, he a a boycott of a brief boycott of Marvel Comics, which I'm sure uh, took probably three dollars uh, total out of their their yearly profits. <laughs> Yeah, they're not making money on comic books anymore. Yeah, and and that's the thing for all the for all the complaint about how woke Disney is or whatever. It's like you know behind the scenes, it's like yeah, yeah. This 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 guy who's still chairman of Marvel Entertainment's board yeah. is throwing lives lives right next door to Trump and gave him a ton of money and Marco. Yeah, yeah there's a mention of Mar-a-Lago, um, like a Mar-a-Lago yeah. visit but in here, the book. Here, here's a quote uh, in the email from too. Uh, uh, Jeff Loeb. Uh, Jeff Loeb. Uh, that oh, yeah. Ike Perlmutter neither discriminates nor cares about diversity. He just cares about what he thinks will make money. And that's and and when when and when people who aren't uh, like white nationalist psychos talk about like the 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 weird or annoying choices or cynical choices they make in diversity casting, it's because that's what they're doing, and it's very yeah. obvious. There's also uh, he was quoted as saying that they could replace. Uh, Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle because black people all look the same. <laughs> Jesus. So, <laughs> he, um, yeah, I mean, you he know he's like pulled it off, so I can't I can't fault him there. No one gave a shit. Did you you know what I I learned recently? Like of all the actors of, on Iron Man one, uh, Terrence Howard was paid the most. He was considered the flagship. He was considered the talent that was going to bring people to the theater because he was like really, hot off hustle and flow. Really funny in yeah. retrospect. Um, That's fucking hilarious. And, him and, and his they, fucking they Lumbo number out. five mustache. And it was they the last day. Out, yeah. Right? yeah, because he was, he was like, too weird. He, and he asked yeah. for more money. Him and his him and his uh his his wife like what what happened? She like leaked pictures of his penis, his weird ass. No, penis. she was going to use it in uh in divorce court to uh, prove why he was like a failed husband or whatever, and so then he did a scene <laughs> uh in a movie with his dick out to like oh, to, to okay. sort of preempt it so they didn't have to like enter it, his dick pics into court. Uh, so do you, do you think he's just a grower, not a shower, or do you think it really is like that? I've small? seen it; it's really small. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, shit. Like, I'm a I'm a grower. I I get it. It it goes. I don't know where the fuck it goes, but it goes somewhere. But it's like, I don't know how much bigger it can get. You know, it's so, so it's like, so, like it's a like, wet <laughs> straw. It's like it's like all hair. It's crazy. <laughs> oh god <laughs> just, it's like just oh, a, it's like a mushroom just, just a, a a big yeah it's like it's like maybe I don't know that that might be even for us that might be a little bit <laughs> just, I'm just imagining it, and I just can't stop laughing. Oh, you know what? That's it's like it's, also it's like it's, the... it's, it's it's like where Bilbo Baggins lives. <laughs> that's what it looks like. I, like I've seen it. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, there's there's nothing quite Wait, like a really oh, funny right, day. All right, you know what? I my interest is peaked. That's rare for you. Oh, All peaked, right. P-I-Q. I thought you meant peaked like you were over it, like P-E-A-K-E-D. Okay. 
Guilty Famer from Cocker, uh, <laughs> titled Terrence Howard's Wife Was Right About His Small Dick. <laughs> she was. Oh, okay. It's not very, it's it's admittedly a poor quality of a, 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 like image, but yeah, that is, that is uh, not a shower and does not appear to be a grower. <laughs> yeah, Poor I think guy. No wonder uh, weird. <laughs> Oh, this is like a, uh, uh, this is like a, uh, uh, Eastern Promises, like fighting in the shower kind of nude scene. Do you think just like gonna- just like going into porn? So he's like, no, I I need to show it hard. I need to show it on screen hard so people know I've got to beat the little dick allegations. Yeah, no, I, I don't think they like <laughs> beat the little dick allegations. We celebrate. Uh, I, I've uh, seen uh, a lot of- himself so people will know. <laughs> I've seen a lot of. And I can't remember the last time I've seen like a hard dick, and I feel like it has to be soft. You don't. Obviously. You don't see. It has to be soft. Uh, it's in the uncut, sure. the uncut of Possessor. Um, supposed supposed to be an Infinity Pool, uh, which was you know what I think we're at the point where we're going to do watch something else. Shit, but yeah, I oh I yeah it was supposed any, to be presumably it's in the NC seventeen cut, which we didn't get to see because theaters don't. So get the, un, the, the uncut film cut. or the, un, the uncut dick. The un- both. Oh, okay. Um, the uncut dick is in the uncut film. So, do we have any other notes on the production uh, um, that we want to discuss? I mean, there's, there's we like we could, we could honestly do like a whole ass episode or whole ass like sub series on like the Sony hacks and what that meant for like spider-man yeah we should just, like put that comics on the back at large. that might be like a good That's, special that deserves its own like episode yeah, the sony it's, hacks it's, and it's, the emails and all that it's really funny uh it, um Ch- channing tatum's like, emails with a million exclamation marks <laughs> uh i also note that a lot of amy pascal's like <laughs> her cl- she's a clearly like it, it gives the vibes of like she sends an email and at the end of every email says sent from my iphone yeah like that's yeah, the vibe just, oh yeah, well, yeah. I mean, very she's, very think, misspelled lots of typos do you think she's like she, she's like in her 60s or something right like, I, I i think she's in her like 60s now uh, or, or 50s or something i don't know but uh 64 presently i, I don't i feel like um this kind of like um uh th- this type of like movie producer money person ceo person they they they've got to have like in general way too little like imagination and passion and soul inside of them to be okay, like so she uh, s- satisfying sexual partners you know okay yeah, no, I I could see, I could see that, but I could also see I, her just have it, just being like one of those like wine. Those people that get wine drunk and become a semen demon, you know. I don't know. That's I, maybe, but Christ. I can also see it like going into the bedroom uh, for the like twenty minutes a day where her and her husband are in the same place at the same time, this, yeah, and just like allocated. bending, just like bending over and being like, "You've got five minutes to come before I've got to go to my next power lunch." Yeah. So she's like lowest. It's, it's it's very septic. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, nah. I mean, we're we're gonna have plenty more opportunities to fucking so, talk uh, about Spider Man and 
inter. Well, I just wanted to drama. say, like, do coming so that coming out of this movie's release, is there anything in the reception or, or cultural impact we want to know? Uh, we got we're getting more Spider Man movies. Well, yeah, we're gonna yeah, have to yeah, talk more Spider Man shit. It led to a resurgence of Spider Man material. It also uh, sort of start got the ball rolling on them uh, sort of you know making good spider-man comics again let's briefly uh because marvel likes to do that thing where they'll they'll ice them out you know they'll be like oh, okay you know you want to you want to make a namor movie over at paramount fine no more namor comics coming out till you give us some money you know uh... and so they were doing that a little bit with spider-man you know they just had like the that one guy who had been writing spider-man for like 12 years and then uh, I believe no, the, the guy the who sucks. The, yeah, the guy who sucks. Uh, around the time of the second uh, movie coming out, they got a new writer in, this guy Nick Spencer, and he was actually not terrible. I don't hate his uh, his Spider-Man run, and then they uh, followed that up with a couple other guys, and uh, now it sucks again, from what I understand. Uh, but I'm not. Uh, they're doing more clone stuff, which is always a good thing, but. Uh, we love clones. What a great plot device yeah. in anything. Uh, so, I mean, we got, uh, so like, we, we can attribute this movie uh, in very large part to the rise of Zendaya. The, yep. The, uh, a, no, a, no, I mean, it's definitely a stepping stone, but I she's already things. like an established person. I think it helped her get like, some years bigger, before that. like, AAA roles, you know? Yeah, like, like, not that it, like, created her career but like it was obviously no. like a big uh she was she, she had enough of a massive fan base that like i honestly i actually you can't really like i a lot of the people who are really like into these the this this homecoming trilogy are like massive zendaya stands like there is a whole does she, like does she the, do music stands she's got yeah, one name which makes me wonder if she does music oh is she a singer she does okay because I, I knew she she's yeah. she's a dancer because she uh she went I I remember when she was first a Disney star, triple threat they she's uh, a Disney she oh was yeah. a she come star. up through she Disney on, Channel shit she did come yeah. up through Disney Channel shit she was on Shake oh. It Up uh which was a Disney yeah. show about these singers that could also dance or whatever. And I remember uh, she. Wa- I lived. I was living like one town over from where she was. I guess like first scouted or something out of like the the dance school. So I remember her being like something people were talking about in like 2014 or something. Um, when she when she was first noticed by that fateful Hollywood sicko. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's, there are a lot of moments where her performance here is just like Ruben if Ruben it's sober. Uh, yeah. it's like, but that's, uh, it's also like, I, I think that's also just Zendaya's personality, just the way she comes off that. or, or do, just, she plays I, that well, role very well. I don't know why they're it's so, like a, it's like a type she's cast into. And, and maybe this is me like overstepping, but like, I, she does not look. Like, they make her look sick in this movie. And I don't know why, because she's a very pretty woman. You know, she's, like, in Dune, she's yeah, gorgeous. She was, and, yeah. And they, she's supposed like, to be a weirdo. I, I guess because they want to make know. her, like, they want to make her younger. And then, yeah, she's supposed to be the, the, the hoodie 
uh, above it all. I, don't know, I, I knew some. I knew girl. some hoodie girls that would still like you know not. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, like, see, it's it's were, weird. Like, she's chat. not wearing like heavy eye like liner. Yeah, actually, I, 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 I do Well, I mean, I don't know what that type of girl equivalent looked like in the mid 2010s. I uh, I do a little, I got very much a, I was in Oh yeah, no, she so, like old. with the what Sylvia Platt shirt. Out? I graduated the year this movie. 2017. Okay, yeah, you would yeah, yeah, you would you you would know. Yeah. yeah. Um but no, see when I like back in back in the day in in ye olden times in like uh 2007 um that would that would have been like I mean there would have been like yeah, the girls that just didn't attend to their appearance at all and wore a giant hoodie. But a lot of them, yeah, a lot of that type of girl would have been like still like would have a self-conscious affectation of not caring, you know? Yeah. Probably I, I think to have that, I, some I like kind of reason, thing going on. I don't know. The reason why is just like, oh, well, the other Or, or they would have been full on like scene or emo. Yeah. Goth the girls. other MJs, you know, dressed nice. We can't have our MJ dress nice because people will think that we're copying or what. This, this movie feels almost entirely like, oh, we don't want to copy the other two movies, the other two trilogies. Except came before they, it. they do. They they want to they, they want to copy them, but look like they're not copying them. That's yeah. the funny yeah, it's thing. It's like okay, we're not going to have Uncle Ben. We're not going to have fucking. Uh, we're not. We're having a young, you know, slutty Aunt May or whatever. We're having a fucking. Uh, he has friends that are also superheroes. Uh, he's even like a little bit younger. Um, but a lot of that stuff too is just he people notice the reference and get money. hype, whether or not it pays off. That's true. Yeah, they're incons- They're really inconsistent on the money thing. Um, yeah. Although I had this, can- I had this confused with Amazing Spider-Man for a second because I, I that was the one where they had like an unreasonably nice house. It seemed like, or which which one was it? I, I think that nice that house? was the. Yeah, yeah, no, no that, that was yeah, no, it was, that was every everything I don't like about tellings uh, or a. Uh, adaptation of spider-man is encapsulated by yeah. spider-man yeah i can i can kind of buy the reason why they have a nice house and amazing uh because i guess because like because isn't uncle ben supposed it, it was to be like a nor it was like a normal house when they bought it in 1963 yeah. and-, and he's supposed to be like a union like fucking like lineman or some shit like that or whatever yeah. so i can see him that- having a nice house and it does go to yeah. shit after he dies but yeah it's 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 just not something that you ever want to do in a Spider-Man movie. I don't know. It's like yeah, I know he. It, I feel like worrying about paying the damn bills is such an important part of that. Like his his real life exactly. obligations, other than YA novel fucking romance and bullshit. I mean, like all those YA novels are written by and for the middle class. Like you read John Green, and all those kids are like going to private schools and shit. Uh, oh, dude, this movie felt like. So much like uh, specifically the movie Me Earl and the Dying Girl, which I had to watch for another podcast. And yeah, for like I, maybe it was just the needle drops and the quirky affectations, but like I was like, Jesus Christ, am I watching this again? No, th- they're cribbing so much like our YA shit archetypes for this movie. Yeah. And I mean, they, they were kind of for amazing too, but like really for this one. But again, that's confusing their audience because they're, they're trying to get the Zoomers, but they keep landing on millennials still, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, what, what um, Zoomer listens to like 
a, a flock of seagull deep cuts. You know, they were playing like Space Age love song <laughs> at the prom, and it's like I listened to that, but that's because I didn't get pussy in high school. Like, no, I feel I feel like yeah. the kind of kid that. Um, Peter and his friend are in this movie. They're like the kind of kids, especially at that age. They're like they only listen to uh, uh, chip tunes from Homestuck or yeah, music no, from Sonic Adventure Two or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like only video game music. That's all they listen to. <laughs> uh, very little gaming actually. For like, no one's playing Minecraft or anything. We no, need well, we no, need a Peter Parker because they don't know Roblox. what that is. They don't. The, yeah, the exactly. Don't know what that is. They're Gen Xers. Well, well eventually they're gonna make a Fortnite reference in one of the. Event oh, they'll figure. Yeah, eventually. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Is the Fortnite? Re- it's Thor that's playing. For- it's like that's the character who I would expect least to play Fortnite. You know. Well, that, like, that's the, that's so subversive. Oh, Thor's gaming. That's so crazy. No, I should be like he's like baffled and confused by video games. That's yeah. the, the funner way to do it. Um, why Why would you do battle in a video game when you could go out and do battle in real life? I'm a Viking. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, any other final thoughts with uh, Spider-Man? Uh, uh, nah, we've, no. we've, 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 we've spun we've this web dry. dry. Yeah. Um, let's let's move on to firmly to like watch something else recommendations. That's right. Yeah, uh, watch so any other I, Spider-Man movie. Yeah, no, no. I would would rather watch this than Amazing One. Amazing Two Uh, is like funny and how stupid it is. Amazing One is just tedious. Even more than actually, yeah, I could, I can agree, I can agree with that. No, like Amazing Spider-Man One is like just deeply unpleasant. Um, It just, as I think you said, you as to it's draining to watch. Yeah, a, a step above the Turner Diaries. Is that what I said? You said, yeah, you, you said that. Miguel, clip in that uh, that part where, where Sue said, I hate stupid liberals. They're so ignorant. They don't know anything. Why did I? I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm going to lie. I forget what I say on the show all the time. So <laughs> it, it was bad. But um, um in, in terms of like recent things I watched that I would recommend that I can only vaguely sort of associate with the tone or whatnot of this movie is i finally watched river's edge oh uh, I, which is how is which that gets yeah, it it's like heather's like dirtbag midwestern cousin although i think heather's also takes place in the midwest but it's uh no it was it was awesome um dennis hopper plays a, another weird yelling pervert uh, Crispin Glover is 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 great. I guess a lot of people don't like his very amphetamine induced performance, but I it it's a really one for the books. It's great. Um, yeah, it's a really it's like really nicely nihilistic in that like Gen X like way is as far as like yeah yeah but before Kurt yeah, Cobain like killed himself com- and they gave up yeah, on art black comedy yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so actually, I that mean, era it's I like Gen definitely. X actors, but it's probably being made by boomers. Um, which you know, you know, admittedly, as much as we all get frustrated with boomers, they've they they have made the best. They made art. better movies. Yeah, they did make better. Um, movies. That's correct. 
They did make better movies. Uh, uh, but I think that not, intimidation that we can't make a... <laughs> that doesn't actually that does suck, but is at least entertaining. You watch fucking Riverdale. I got like like five years ago I got high and watched the first two seasons because it was like easy oh, it's and amusingly I, Fuck, I should watch out, stupid and out there. Yeah, no, that should maybe we should do a group watch thing with that. Oh god, that would yeah. be fun. That would, I feel be, other people that, no, that would be fun because it's also uh, diluted, diluted Twin Peaks. It is. Well, they they are really like there's a, there's some moments in that where they are shot for shot doing like Bob cr- coming over the couch. They have, from, they have like six different Twin Peaks actors in that show. Yeah, do, yeah, like yeah. Twin. Well, Twin Peaks and Nine Hundred Two, like they know like. I, f- I like. I feel like with that and, show, and they know couple, what they're doing uh, and they're having fun with it. A um, couple John Hughes actors too, because they only have Molly Ringwald. Oh, I think they do. Later, I've, I've, I've only seen the first two seasons, but yeah, they they got yeah, yeah they got and Molly Ringwald, and, they got Shelley from Twin Peaks, they got fucking Shelley. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. I think she's part of like the main cast. She's she's Betty's mom. Yeah, she's Betty's mom. Oh, yeah. she's Betty's and she's, mom. She's also like an evil journalist. It's crazy. The show is crazy. It's, it's, it's wild. It is. It is like yeah. It's like if you're gonna watch trash TV, that's like at least entertaining because you never oh, know yeah. what insane thing they're gonna do next episode. Like Archie accidentally starts a fascist militia. <laughs> Why yeah, not? I think they, I think they get <laughs> they superpowers get with from like angels in one of the. Oh yeah, that's past what I've seen. Yeah, like your Betty's yeah. dad turns out to be like a Zodiac killer. Type die, um, and that's the same. Fuck, like you're just like some, it, fuck this it's, movie. it's so stupid. It rocks, um, but yeah, I I don't have like salient, uh, and it's harder to come up with salient recommendations because these are just kind of the same thing over and over again. So you just are recommend you just, the like, same movies. So I'll just recommend really movies that, like, movie. just read the just, six comics that the the guys that read this that made this movie also read, and you'll probably have more of an enjoyment. You know, oh, it's, yeah. like, it's literally like. I'm pretty sure that the Vulture stuff is mostly from, like, Amazing Spider-Man issue 2. Uh, and then the fucking, like, the, the like, lifting scene that comes from fucking uh, the Master Planner, Doc Ock arc. Um, so you can read that. Uh, fucking, I don't even know what the Homecoming stuff is trying to be. I, I guess just watch Pretty in Pink. Like, fucking... Yeah, I mean, well, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is probably the the most yeah. entertaining John Hughes movie. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm not going to say it, like, holds up, but, like, it's probably holds up better than most of the other ones. There's, like, no... I, I, there, there's no, like, amusing sex capades that are, in retrospect, just rape, I think, in Ferris Bueller's yeah, Day I Off. Yeah, will, I will say I, I said this off mic before we started, but uh, my controversial film opinion, John Hughes mid- Oh yeah, no, no that's I, fine. I, I no, that's I don't think anyone that's totally will, fair. will fight you on yeah. that one. Okay. No, like um, like again, like you know, those you know, again, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off super fun when you're a little kid, and I I understand why it was formative for people who are adolescents or teenagers in the eighties, but it doesn't really hold it's up. Like, it's like the older you are that you're like really into them, it like reflects on you more. It's you know? yeah, it's embarrassing to be like way too into John Hughes movies as like a forty year old. Like yeah. You know, like you're you're supposed to, as an adult, be able to go back and revisit that stuff, and then like have adult perspectives on it, exactly. uh, and not just be like oh, watch it the sucks. same way you watched it when you were sixteen. Um, yeah. So uh, but- here, a couple movies I 
watched or rewatched recently that I liked. I'll just throw out there. Um, AI, artificial intelligence, Haley Joel Osment. That, yeah. That's sad. Actually, good. I, I saw that when I was a kid. I remember liking it then. I was some moments I always can't remember from. I hadn't thought about that much in 20 years. Pretty great. Pretty great science fiction movie. Does a really good job blending its computer effects and its practical stuff. Looks fantastic. Um, uh, Bowfinger. Pretty funny movie. Still holds up okay. Uh, and uh, fuck it. You know what? Uh, the 1978 Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I actually never saw that until a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, a lot of a good movie. Very good movie. Yeah, yeah, what movies? That's, um, I, that's definitely my, the oh, f- my uh, favorite Shinjuku era. Love Story, a film that we discussed on a oh yeah a podcast called Mutual Aberration Society, which you should go check out and support if you have the means. So we were invited on there very graciously, and that was a, a, a little kind of eighties action romantic comedy. Movie? It was yeah, uh, real hidden from gem. Japan. Uh, Real, just delightful kind of movie that you've probably never seen or heard of that you can go seek out if you know how. Oh, um, I watched a bunch of Godzilla movies recently. Oh, Hell yeah! Yeah, I watched uh, I watched uh, Dogura, which is is a kaiju film about like an alien jellyfish that steals diamonds. That one's pretty cool. Uh, I watched the Netflix Godzilla anime trilogy, which sucks, but if you get high enough, it's really good. If you, you know like, what, my my dad loved that. It's, it's my dad loved that, but he probably watched it really when he was really high. It's fascinating <laughs> because it's like, it's not really, it's like the, you know how Godzilla movies. Isn't he like, like okay, as big as have, a planet now or something? Yeah. You have like 50% plot and then like, or like 50% human plot, 50% like Godzilla doing shit. This is like 90% plot and then like 10% Godzilla doing shit. Um, but they do oh, do man. some interesting like twists with the concept of like yeah what if what if godzilla was like the the dominant creature was just like out and about for like a hundred million years like what would the world look like uh, fucking thousands of years later yeah Uh, Uh, i should watch because i've seen i've seen the original yeah like the original godzilla in both the like americanized cut and the original cut and then I've seen Shin Godzilla. And aside from like clips or catching like 20 minutes of one on TV as a kid once in a while, I actually haven't seen everything in between. <laughs> they're, oh, it's, they're it's delightful. so fulfilling. They're delightful. It, yeah. Watch, I, I, it's been on my list them, to do all that shit uh, someday. Watching all of them it's, up it, to like Final yeah. Wars. And it's it's not ter- it's, it's uh, like it's not a terrible watch, especially because of how great they are. Like they really, you, I mean, you Godzilla watch Godzilla movies are like, they're like, they're like pizza or sex. And like, even when it's like not very good, you're like, "Oh, I'm having sex," or "I'm eating pizza." Yeah, you know, you're gonna get Godzilla. It's, it's Godzilla. He show he's it's, he's guaranteed to show up, and they yeah. always deliver on that. Well, no matter that what. is spe- speaking so- of Japanese special effects movies. I did watch on New Year's Eve. I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast yet. Uh, another like, uh, at least obscure in the West, Japanese film called Gunhead. Oh, that's great! You know what? I I still I rewatched that. I I got high and fell asleep, but uh, I think it was I the mean, same the, night the, I was watching the, the anime. The one. plot is really hard to follow. It reminds me a lot yeah. of playing like not well translated Japanese games from the late eighties and like into the nineties, where you've got like a really convoluted plot full of like background and side details that don't really seem to matter. 
that like the main thrust is like very straightforward, but then there's all these incom- like barely comprehensible embellishments. But man, I was I was there for the set does the aliens Terminator set and costume design and the 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 gunhead miniature that actually transforms just keeps smashing through warehouse walls. It's I a love fun that shit. Movie. I really like it. I- I, I watched it on the dub, so I had uh, trouble following it. It was like a. It's the subtitles don't well because it's like an Italian movie. So I had a couple American actors in it, and it's like they're talking in English, even if you watch the Japanese with subtitles. Um, yeah, that's just how it. But the subtitles right. were were kind of hard to follow. But it's a uh, yeah no it's it's a treat if you if you like that sort of thing and that I, I found a tiny bit of because because it's a hard movie to find info on. I found a tiny bit of. Uh, production background production photography and the gun the the gunhead model was still like 14 feet tall it looks like hell yeah i think or something like that That i mean it was it was a production still with the cast in the front so i couldn't perfectly gauge the scale but it was pretty big i think like queen alien big or something or close to it like i don't know i love that shit build real shit build sets and models and props for the love of god please um, I, love, I know we say that yeah, like every no. episode. <laughs> you, you, if you, if you're a practical effects head, uh, watching yeah, all yeah. of the, uh, and you could probably find the list on like Letterboxd or something, or I can try and source it for you. But uh, if you watch them up to Final Wars, because Final Wars was like the send off before Godzilla, Shin Godzilla just period. Uh, it's such a it's such a treat because Final Wars is amazing, and then you get like thirty hours of amazing content before that. Especially yeah, if you watch all of the weird like one-off movies that they that loosely tie in, like fucking like uh like there's one about like a submarine that fights like the people that live underneath the earth and just crazy. Oh shit. yeah, no, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, that's, that's, other that movies, has been yeah. on my list of like things to do for a really long time. Um, yeah. Also, like maybe like less a priority than that is like someday like watch all the James Bond movies between. Uh, from Russia with Love and Goldeneye, which I've never seen. <laughs> uh, You're not missing too much. I mean, have you probably seen, uh, not. Have I don't you seen know. Live and Let Die? No. That's like, like I've seen from Russia okay. with Love, and I've seen uh, Goldeneye and up through uh, Quantum of Solace. Or no, uh, yeah, Skyfall. you gotta, you gotta watch. And everything uh, in between, I've never seen. You uh, gotta watch fucking Live and Let Die. It's so cool. It's just like a black exploitation movie with James Bond in it. Oh, that's uh, okay. That sounds like a a hoot then but uh yeah so any unless anyone has any other th- oh you know what uh cole uh shell time to shell T- time oh, to, yeah, time to show. okay um yeah shill. yeah no i stream on, I stream on twitch on uh usually on mondays and wednesdays uh they're chill little hangout streams we'll play a like some random you know game on mondays and then we'll play Fortnite with the audience on wednesdays uh I oh also, yeah, you, I watched you stream that that terrible Avengers game. I did. I streamed the game. Avengers game. We'll be playing it again. Maybe maybe this Monday. Oh, that, game it's uh, it's like a a, a comp- the way the MCU is, is kind of like a new one with the like Kamala Khan girl yes. yeah. in it. Yes. Or, oh, okay. Yeah, Captain America looks fucking weird. I'm it's, like, that's not it's just bad. Like, it's it does not look like bad. It just looks like a guy. It's like a, a libertarian. Uh, yeah, it's like it's it feels somehow even less soulless than the or even more soulless than the mcu like it, it is nothing going for it it's it a it's a distillation dead. of every terrible trend in big budget game design 
in that it's yeah. it's like not a really a game. It's just a collection of scenes that play out as like mini games, like fake gameplay where you can't really go wrong and there's no real mechanics. It's all just scripted, follow your uh, steps. Like you're doing that like stealth sequence and just like running right into guys and running right past them. They had like no real AI or anything. So yeah. I just and got to where you needed to go. Difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> we had to um, turn it down because the combat sucks so bad that Enemies can just like three hit combo you before you actually like learn the game. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm promising myself we'll play more Avengers this this Monday, and both of you are invited if you if you would like. Okay. Oh hell yeah! No, I'm very oh, down for yeah. that. That would be good. That'd be, that'd be, yes, I want to. I want to. I would like to see it, please. It's and, oh uh, man. Yeah. So um, uh, speaking of That's shilling, uh, yeah, uh, and I've got for links in the episode me, description for that too. Uh. Uh, and for us, you know, uh, Marvelous Death on Twitter, uh, uh, patreon.com slash Marvelous Death. Uh, thank you to uh, our new $3 tier subscribers and everybody who's been supporting us so far. It, You know, I don't make a ton of money right now, so even that little bit actually, like, makes a big difference. That was Christmas gifts for my nephews. Yeah, that your, was groceries. Your American dollars go a lot. They go further, and especially the exchange rate really sucks right now. Which is actually because Podbean's an American company has has made the cost of hosting the show go up. <laughs> um, so it is extraordinarily greatly appreciated. And anyone who's listened, shout us out. So on, uh, uh, I am. Uh, we are very grateful and hope that uh, you are having a really good twenty twenty three. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening. Women, including uh, former head of Sony Studios, Amy Pascal. Pascal? I don't know. Pa- I, Pascal. Yeah, Let's Pascal. say Amy Pascal. Yeah. Uh, who, yeah, in, in order to understand, uh, what, which I think is a lot more interesting than the movie itself, is the story of how Sony came to bend the knee to Disney and Marvel Studios. Uh, to, to bend both so- knees and- to bend <laughs> as, as Walt Disney yeah. unzipped his <laughs> on a pair of uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so at this Hearts point oh they're, they're definitely like cargo pants zipper cargo pants in Kingdom Hearts Pascal was so offended she threw her sandwich at Feige and told him playfully but truthfully Hershey Hamehameha!